Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is June 13th, a Tuesday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Human remains have been found in the wreckage after a tanker truck fire led to the partial collapse of 95 in Philadelphia over the weekend. The driver's remains were removed from the cab of the tractor trailer on Monday morning, sources say. Uh, While the remains haven't been officially identified, family members of the driver, Nathaniel Moody, believe he was the person who was killed. The collapse of the northbound lanes happened after the tanker truck fire broke out at 6 a.m. Sunday underneath I-95 near the Cotman Avenue exit in the Tacones section. Sources said the tanker truck was carrying 8,500 gallons of 87 octane fuel. In the first official accounting of the wreck, State Transportation Secretary Mike Carroll said the driver was northbound, trying to navigate the curve, lost control of the vehicle, landed on its side, and ruptured the tank. Once ignited, the fuel burned at a high enough heat to structurally compromise the concrete and seal beams of the overpass. Just before noon Monday, Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro signed a proclamation of disaster emergency following the collapse. According to a press release from the governor's office, the proclamation allows the Commonwealth to quickly draw down federal funds and authorize state agencies to use all available resources to expedite work and cut through the red tape to rebuild I-95 safely and as efficiently as possible. I have to say, uh, the uh, already what they were able to do yesterday was pretty amazing yeah, how much they cleared quick. away. Yep. Super quick. Yep. Officials said the expert demolition of the impacted portion of I-95 to be completed in the next four to five days. The elevated southbound portion of I-95 will also be demolished. Officials said a plan would be released later in the day. Uh, The rebuilding of the highway uh, will begin soon. Carroll said contractors will work around the clock and the challenge now is for officials to attack this problem in the most efficient way possible so that we can resume uh, traffic movement on I-95. Heavy machinery is being used to haul away some of the ruins of the northbound lanes. Officials said an average of 160,000 vehicles each day uh, use this sector of the collapsed highway. The northbound section sees an average of more than 76,000 vehicles and the southbound side uh, sees an average of 83,000 vehicles per day. Sources and family members have identified the driver of the truck that crashed and caught fire underneath the overpass. They say Nathaniel Moody was behind the wheel of the tanker truck when it crashed at 6 a.m. Sunday in the Tacones section. While his death hasn't been officially confirmed, family members believe human remains found at the scene are those of their loved one. They say Moody worked for TK Transport in Penn in New Jersey and was an experienced truck driver. His apparent death has been dev- a devastating blow to family members. He was awesome, said his cousin Isaac Moody while fighting back tears talking to 6ABC. Isaac says his cousin was his best friend. I wasn't expecting this. Nobody was expecting this, said Isaac. Uh, he said the family was told by Pennsylvania State Police that a final identification of the remains in the 95 wreckage will be done through dental records. The family hoped Nathaniel had escaped and would turn up at a local hospital, but obviously that never happened. Nathaniel Moody leaves behind a longtime girlfriend and a seven-year-old daughter who they say was the center of his world. I don't know what I'm going to say to her when she says, Big Cuz, did you see my daddy? Do you know where my daddy is? Can you find my daddy? Oh, man. I know. It was, I watched this interview. It was, it was so sad because it brought the, you know, 
the human part of it. Like yes. there was somebody in there. Yeah. You know, he was a dad. He was, uh, you know, a boyfriend to somebody. Uh, he says he doesn't know what he's going to say to her. Isaac Moody, a truck driver himself, says his cousin was very experienced and a careful driver who worked overnights. He says Nathaniel knew the dangers of driving and enjoyed working for TK Transport. What went wrong is still under investigation. TK Transport and its parent company, Pentalk Lines, has made no comment yet. The I-95 collapse will likely have a significant impact on the supply chain industry, according to the American Trucking Association. A spokesperson for the trade group said Monday that roughly 8 to 9 percent of vehicles that pass through this portion of the highway are commercial trucks. Those vehicles are now subject to more than 40 miles of detour, a detour that will most likely uh, mostly be non-interstate highway and more than 60 traffic lights, the spokesperson said. Kathy, yesterday got a notification. I ordered a chain that has the word supply on it. That's going to arrive late. Oh, Your supply chain. Yeah. Wow. This will add significant cost in time, fuel, and delays, so we urge state and federal agencies to target appropriate resources to repairing and replacing this highway as quickly as possible. I don't know if it was me just being hyper-aware or not, but on 76 this morning, and mind you, it's it was before 4 a.m. Or, or before 5 a.m., uh, that it seemed a little bit more busy. That no, seemed like right. a few more vehicles yeah. and trucks. Uh, that were on the highway than I normally. He's trying to beat the um, the rush a little bit earlier than you would normally see them. No, I mean, I mean, I just, I just think volume. that they've they've been routed around. Okay, so so now I, they're they're using that if if they're you know uh, taking a different way down or, or whatever it may be. Uh, no, it just I seemed a little bit more busy. I think you're absolutely correct on that okay. because we are listed. This you know area is listed as a detour to get you know onto the Schuylkill Expressway, and you know eventually you can wrap around and get back on uh, 95 southbound. Whether you go to the Blue Route or you go you know across the Vine, but I right. think you're right about that, uh, Kathy. I was thinking about like in just regular times when uh, you know 95 is just jammed on the way in between here and say in New York City or whatever, and you sometimes take uh, the uh, Blue Route north and then up to the northeast extension then take like 78 over to right. 287 yeah. or whatever. I'm just, I think those things are going to be the norm for the yeah. next uh, six months to a year or however long this takes. To be honest, I, I would take, i take a swing out as far as I could to avoid the muck and all yeah. that crap. Absolutely. 95 is an important artery for not only the East Coast, but for regional transport and commuters in Philadelphia, along with traffic. There could be an economic impact from a closure, this massive snarling commuters and complicating deliveries. Uh, managing dire- The managing director for the city of Philadelphia said that the incident will have a significant impact to this community for a while. There are a number of industrial businesses ranging from port facilities to manufacturing surrounding the collapsed portion of the highway, making it a prime corridor for regional freight movement. Those industries are what's going to feel the brunt of the disruption probably due to the surface street delays and potentially divisions for shipment coming in and out, said Kristen Scudder, the city's planning commission freight program manager. The majority of national freight movement goes through nearby Interstate 295 and the New Jersey Turnpike, making I-95 a corridor for local goods to the national network. However, Scudder added travel behavior should stabilize as drivers become accustomed to detours. In sports this morning... The f*** is that? 
The Denver Nuggets are the NBA champs. The Nuggets nice. beat the Miami Heat 94-89 in Game 5. Nikola Jokic scored 28 points and 16 rebounds, becoming the first player in history to lead the league in points, rebounds, and assists in a single postseason. Not surprisingly, he won the Bill Russell Trophy for the NBA Finals MVP, adding to the two overall MVPs he won in 2021 and 22. Before this season, there were only two teams founded before 1980, the Nuggets and the LA Clippers, that had ever been to the NBA Finals. The Nuggets also joined San Antonio as the second original ABA team to capture the NBA's biggest prize. The Phillies lost to the Diamondbacks 9-8 last night in Arizona. Evan Longoria hit a three-run home run, and the Diamondbacks withstood JT Realmuto's hitting for the cycle to beat the Phillies. Realmuto got it started with a solo home run in the first inning and the two-run triple in the third to put the Phillies up 5-1. He hit a double in the ninth inning to complete the Phillies' first cycle since David Bell did it in 2004, and Real Muto later scored on Bryson Sott's single to cut Arizona's lead to 9-8, but the Phillies couldn't take the lead. The series continues tonight. Zach Wheeler will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 9-40. And in hockey, the Golden Knights can hoist the Stanley Cup tonight in Las Vegas. Game 5 is tonight, and the Golden Knights hold a three games to one series lead over the Florida Panthers. The puck will drop at 8 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a uh, bunch, Kathy. Look at that crystal clear blue yeah. sky. Looks like a beautiful day today. Light breeze. Big change from yesterday. Man, we had some heavy rain coming down in our area Oh, yesterday. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shell and I were out. Dry- we were in the car. Oh, really? Did you have to pull over? No, it was really close, though. Okay. It was like one of those where you're like, okay, I can't see anything for short amounts of time. It's scary, man. And it was pretty close. I don't care how good your windshield wipers are. Yeah. It gets that bad. You have to stop. But we definitely needed it. Things were bone dry. And so we got my a nice bone was dry soaking, and uh, we have a, we have a gorgeous day today. Then we have some rain coming again tomorrow, and then sunny again on Thursday, and then maybe some more rain on Friday. So it's a off and on thing. It's going to get us back where we need to be. I think as far as uh, the water levels, yes, go. hopefully so that's a good thing. Uh, we have some stuff taking place on the program. Uh, Rodney and Erica McLeod will be stopping by. They're going to be talking about the sneaker ball. Uh, Rodney's been on to talk about that before. He's a big uh, sneaker dude. Big time. Yeah. So we'll have him in to find out what all is uh, involved with the events coming up on the 22nd at uh, Chess Cafe. So we'll uh, we'll get the details from him a little bit later on this morning. Uh, we also have our friends from the Philadelphia Zoo as they've dropped off some goodies for the Summer Ale Fest. And that means we have a meet need. So we're going to be doing some giveaways, I believe. Will we be eating exotic zoo animals? No, we will not oh. be. We, we will be eating uh, braised short ribs with caramelized onions, Munster cheese, horseradish sauce on Lissio's seeded roll. Oh, my God. Barbecue pork mac and cheese with slow-cooked pork shoulder and cavatelli pasta. I know this sounds... Totally appetizing for you <laughs> breakfast eaters this morning. Right, this is the way we eat over here. And uh, Deke's Barbecue. That's By the way, that's from Munchy Machine Food Truck. Ah. And then Deke's Barbecue is bringing by some pulled pork sliders and cheesesteak sliders as well. That's a breakfast anyone can get. It's the most important meal of the Absolutely. day. Absolutely. If you're not having a huge meal for breakfast, you're so missing out. We will be giving away uh, four, uh, we'll, uh, we'll be giving away tickets to the Summer Ale Fest at Philadelphia Zoo, which is uh, the 24th, uh, this coming uh, 24th to Saturday uh, from 7 to 10 p.m. So they're bringing by some goodies for us to give away. We also have a Tattoo Tuesday. So if you are indeed interested in winning a Preston and Steve show uh, th- tattoo, uh, text word 39333. So, by the way, the reason I'm giggling is when I played Pine Valley the other day, my uh, caddy, uh, Damien, was like, do people really? <laughs> yeah. I know. Do they really it's hard get to believe. I'm yeah. like, dude, there are hundreds of people out there that have maybe thousands. I don't know. We've been doing this for a long time, 
And yes, they actually get our names tattooed on. I told him about the gal who had us as the stepbrothers. <laughs> that huge tattoo on her shoulder, yeah. which is awesome. And the uh, uh, Mount Rushmore of our faces. And, it, it's rare that you're at Last Supper. Right, at an event where someone doesn't come over with a tattoo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it happens, but you don't have to be quite as uh, obvious as no, our faces no, no. and so on. You can get uh, a variety of different... Uh, styles and you work with the artist. So anyhow, text word tattoo to three nine three three three. We'll see if you win later on this morning. Uh, we have the blood drive uh, shortly. It's uh, it's this Friday. Friday. So, yeah, we got all details at wmmr.com through the course of the morning. I'll remind you. In fact, we'll have a little recorded message here in just a second that we'll tell you a bit about that. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Entertainment report. There's a uh, there's a big retirement announcement and unfortunately an untimely death to tell you about and a few other things. So we'll get to it when we return. Stay with us. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we're going to give away for the super question a pair of admission tickets to Dorney Park and Wildwater Kingdom. Memer. And what we want to know, <laughs> it's an audio stupid question, is what was Casey imitating when he made this sound? Memer. All right. Two one five two six three WMMR. Can tell by Kathy's face she has no idea. Mm-mm. Let's see if you know. Casey was doing an impression <laughs> of something, a living thing, and what was this? Memer. All right. Two one five. Memer. Two six three WMMR. We both have memers. Yes. All right. We'll go through some birthdays today while we await your answer. Today being the thirteenth day of June, and we have a, a number of very cool, notable birthdays. Oh, and good! A big one today for Tim Allen. Tim Allen, he turns seventy years old. Returning to Toy Story, yes, as Buzz Lightyear. Yes, Buzz Lightyear is seventy today. Uh, and uh, man, what else? He's been in so many things. Uh, Last Man Standing, a yep. series that went on for a number of years, was renewed. Galaxy uh, Quest, Galaxy right? Quest oh, one of the great movies. And I like hilarious. Wild, Wild Hogs was a fun movie. Uh, Santa Claus. Uh, a little bit lately. So happy 70th birthday, uh, Mr. Tim <laughs> Allen. Uh, Steve, a favorite of yours, I'm sure, Malcolm McDowell. Yes, Clockwork awesome. Orange. 
What a classic movie you know, in a role. Oh, one of the Kubrick's best, but uh, well, all, all Kubrick stuff is great. But uh, Time After Time, do you remember that movie, Preston, where he played H.G. Wells? I didn't see it. No. Okay, so uh, it turns out that his friend, unbeknownst to H.G. Wells, is actually Jack the Ripper. He uses a time machine oh, yeah, that he yeah, built yeah. and follows him. Yeah, that's right. It's really, really cool. Uh, well, Malcolm McDowell turns 80 today, by the way. So, yeah, <laughs> big one for him. Uh, Ashley and Mary-Kate Olsen. This will... This will make you go, whoa. Oh, no. They're 37. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My God. They're having a pizza party, I bet yeah. you. They are, they are right on the edge of 40, man. I bet you they actually sound like that slowed down audio now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> We're having a pizza <laughs> party. <laughs> uh, so. so bizarre. Pizza. Pizza. For those who don't know, this is a. This is a uh, Ashley and Mary Kate. Video that they made when they were little kids, and then they slowed it down and sound like they were a little drunk. At the time, it was hilarious when we first saw that. Uh, so yeah, they're thirty-seven. Crazy. Unbelievable. Allie Sheedy has her birthday. Yep, always had a crush on her. Sixty-one years old today. My youngest, uh, Caroline, and I'm a little hurt by this. Over the weekend, was with uh, Rochelle and. Uh, they decided because Caroline had never seen Breakfast Club. They decided to watch it together. What? It's my all-time favorite movie. Oh, well, hey, I'll, I'll How? listen. How? How? She knows that. I know. Yeah, I, I also know that she's like 14 years old. You had your chance, bro. She's 16. She, okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. She's 16 years old. You had your chance. Bro. I know. I know. Yeah. It's way too late. And the reason that uh, they wanted to watch it was because Caroline hadn't seen it at this point and felt it was a travesty. But we'll watch it together. All right. Word was that uh, Caroline liked it a lot, All right. which is really cool. You got to heard that second hand. Yep. So, uh, Ali, and Ali Sheedy's great in it. She's always just adorable. We She's... were talking about war games, too. Yeah. Yeah. 61 today. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, who is great in The Avengers and Thor and yeah. the, all of the, the MCU movies that he's been in. But I'm telling you, man, in the movie Dune. Oh, my God. As Vladimir Harkonnen, he is Fantastic and unrecognizable. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Goodwill Hunting, Jared Lambo. Uh, we or we just played that that clip yesterday yeah. about uh, Ted Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, Red October as well. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, yeah he played the submarine. Enemy yeah. sub. No, he's not uh, the commander. Oh. <laughs> uh, he is uh, seventy-two. The one guy's like, "You sunk us, you arrogant son of a bitch." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes, he's seventy. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. My bad. I I'm thought so- I could do it. <laughs> uh, Richard Thomas, who oh. played John Boy. On the Waltons. Good night, John Boy. I interviewed him uh, last year. He was in town for um, To Kill a Mockingbird. He was playing Atticus uh, Finch. That's Plus, actually good. County Playhouse, right? Uh, I think downtown. I think oh, one okay. of the Kimmel centers. Right. Um, the, uh, and I forget the Kimmel cultural campus. There are so many. But, man, he's a good interview. And he's on Ozark. And uh, he's really easy to talk to. And the, uh, uh, the uh, what was it, series of It, when that when oh, yes. aired that years ago. Really good. Uh, he was great in that. He is 72 today. Uh, back to the Avengers. It's Chris Evans' birthday today. Yes. Chris Evans uh, is 42 years old today. We were just talking about him yesterday because he's in one of the lesser-known roles, but he's really good in the movie The Iceman. Yes. Yeah. We were talking about that. Yeah, and he plays an evil character yep, in that movie. Yep. Uh, Knives Out, uh, Gifted, a great movie. I think I'd like to be him. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I think Imagine I would, looking I, like that. I think I would like to be him. Yes. Uh, so happy 42nd birthday to Chris Evans. Uh, it's also, we just played Weezer. It is Rivers. <laughs> Sorry. It is Rivers Cuomo's birthday. It's Rivers Cuomo. 
Oh, yeah. A Harvard graduate, right? Yeah. Yeah. He went, fact, he went the back there after the band was was having successful, uh, you know, a, a tremendous amount of success in the charts. He went back to Harvard and got his degree. Pretty amazing. I don't yeah. know if I would do that. No. Yeah. Uh, turns 53 years old today. Uh, it's Steve-O's birthday. Uh, uh, Steve-O's real name is Steve Glover, by the way. Uh, he turns 49 years old. And this is a guy who turned it around. He was headed down a really dark path of addiction. And it's gone the opposite. I mean, yeah. as he's uh, an animal uh, advocate. He is... Um, He's, he tried very hard to get Bam to come around because Bam was responsible for helping Steve O come around. Yeah, and um, it's just um, you know he did what he could uh, with with Bam, and hopefully things will go the right way, and they'll uh, uh, they'll partner up and you know help each other, support each other. Yeah, uh, he is forty nine today. Uh, local gal Cat Dennings. Uh, uh, hang on a second, put that back up. You ready? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, right again. Also, uh, especially from the the Thor, she she popped up in the Thor movie and uh, still, and then um, Wandavision, Wandavision, yeah. yeah. So, Sweet Home Alabama. No, wait, that's an expert. <laughs> uh, Forty year old virgin, house bunny, stuff like that. She's thirty seven, but it's Ethan Embry's birthday. Hey! He was in Sweet Home Alabama. That's uh, Marissa's big crush, and he was the bass player in that thing you do. Hence, this song. By the way. If you watch this movie, you end up singing this song oh. all day. It's a massive earworm afterwards, yeah. Uh, Empire Records. Yep. And uh, Can't Hardly Wait. And Marissa, I, I'm pretty sure she would leave her husband for him. For Ethan Embry, she <laughs> yeah. does love him. Uh, he turns 45 years old today. And then the last birthday I saw worth mentioning is Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh-huh. Who played kick-ass. So the rumor is he is in contention for the James Bond role. I know. I could see that. Did you see Bullet Train by any chance, Preston? I no, I didn't. Okay. He's He's got the look. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah. Um, that's and him? Could, that's yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a picture, a recent oh. picture of him, Case, and I was like, oh, okay, dude, is he does not look like kick-ass. No. He's, uh, he looks way different. Uh, but, uh, yeah, in other films like uh, Nowhere Boy, Nocturnal Animals, he is 33 years old today. I will see if somebody knows the answer to this question. What was Casey trying to emulate? What kind of a creature was he trying to emulate when he made this noise? Oh, Hang on, let me try it again. There it is. All right, 215-263-WMMR is the number, and we will go to, let's go to Terrence and see if we can get an answer. Hi, Terrence, good morning. Hey, um, what's a cricket? Uh, what is a cricket? Yes, thank you for putting that in Jeopardy form. Uh, Terrence, you got it right. Casey's talking about a cricket in his house, and that's apparently... What that cricket sounded like. Uh, <laughs> uh, Terrence, we need that name from uh, just one of the guys. Yes. Terrence. Terrence. You're right. But yes. I think that may be the first time we've ever had a Terrence call in. So I don't yeah. know if we'll need it or not. All right. Neemer. So congratulations to Terrence. Neemer. He gets a pair of admission tickets to Dorney Park and Wild Butter Kingdom. You can enjoy your favorite coasters and thrill rides in Dorney Park. It's family fun in Planet Snoopy. And over a dozen water slides in Wild Water Kingdom, all for one admission price. You can get the best deal on admission tickets today at DorneyPark.com. All right, I have several things to get to, and I've kind of mixed <clears throat> things in here to change it up a little bit as we go along. But Deadline reports that a woman named Elena Rios has accused Black Panther Wakanda Forever star uh, Tenek Huerta of emotional and sexual abuse. Um, I looked him up. I, you know, I don't know. I don't, you know what? I never saw Black 
Panther Wakanda Forever. I did. Uh, so I'm not familiar with this gentleman. On Sunday, Rios wrote on Instagram in Spanish, it's very difficult to speak about emotional abuse and abuse uh, by a sexual predator who is loved by the world for playing a character in a movie like Tenoch Huerta. Oh, he's, Wait, the, he's he, the villain. He's the protagonist. He, he's the Mariner. Antagonist. Oh. He's, he's the main, yeah. He okay. plays the Mariner. Uh, he appears charming, which is characteristic of a narcissist and a good deal of victimization, she said. Prince, they call him uh, Prince Namor. Uh, Huerta took to his Instagram stories on Monday to deny the allegations. A false and completely unsubstantiated accusation about me has spread like wildfire, he said, and I cannot let it go unchallenged any longer. And he explained the pair dated for several months, about a year ago. He said, it was a loving, warm, and mutually supportive relationship. After it ended, ended however, Elena began to misrepresent our interactions both privately and in front of groups of mutual friends, he said. Uh, so it sounds like, you know, he said, she said at this point, and I have no idea if any kind of uh, legal action is going to be taken, uh, you know, a course of action this person will be taking. I do not A lot know. of times this stuff gets floated out in the hopes that someone will pre-settle. Yeah, maybe. You know, you never know. Yeah. We don't know. Ah, hell, we don't know. John Hamm is a fan of reality television. The Mad Men actor appeared on the Today Show Monday to reveal his love for Bravo. And when host Savannah Guthrie asked him whether it was faux news that he was a fan of Real Housewives, the Top Gun Maverick star said, no, that's real. <laughs> and he said, in addition to being a Jersey man, he said, I'm a Vanderpumper. Are you kidding? <laughs> he's a Vanderpumper. He said, I'm a Bever- Beverly Hillsian. I like New York. We'll see what this whole new New York thing is all about. Uh, a reboot of The Housewives of New York City is set to premiere later this uh, year with a new cast. He said, once you start watching, or no, this is Savannah said, once you start watching, you do get sucked in. I started watching that real estate show Selling Sunset. Have you tried that one? He said, not yet. But it's only a matter of time. It's a universe. It's a vortex. It's going to get us all eventually. Man, John Hamm. Yeah. I would not have seen that coming. And I thoroughly. He's a Vanderpumper. I respect that guy's uh, opinion on things because he seems like he's, you know, pretty straight ahead and, and, uh, and he has is. good sensibility about him. Uh, but you know what? Um, have you seen his pleasure. clutch yet? No. Check it, it out. Is it good? I liked it. Okay. And I it's not Chevy Chase, of course not. Right. But I liked it. I liked how he played the role. Uh, but he's uh Casey, he's a Vanderpumper. I don't give a crap. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll move along. As he uh, as you've often said, memer. Yeah, and memer to everybody. Uh Jojo Siwa told E News in a recent interview that social media was a lifeline for her when she came out as a member of the LGBTQIA community in January of twenty twenty one. Uh, she said, just getting social media for me, it actually gave me a safe space when I came out. Uh, she said the JT or the J team actress said social media made it easier uh, because she, quote, knew that even if everyone around me didn't support me, that there was going to be people online that did. And she said that I knew that it was going to I knew that I was going to find those people. And I was really excited about that. And I always told myself uh, it was going to be easier to come out online than it was in person. And I do believe that that's very true. So she found support there as opposed to... Um, I'm sure there's negativity all over. Oh, but, sure. What's the IA part? Uh, it stands for... Um, uh, and A can be ally. I is uh, essentially like asexual, I believe. Okay. Or indecis- indecisive. All right. So, but if you are... If, if you just identify as straight, you could be... You're the A uh, as far as ally. Is Correct. Concerned. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. So there's a couple of different interpretives in there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so she was happy to come out online. 
Treat Williams. This was sad news to see. No. A veteran screen actor who received acclaim for his lead performance in the musical Hair and starred in the WB series Everywhere died yesterday after being involved in a motorcycle accident oh, near Dorset, Vermont. Horrible. 71 years old. A Vermont State Police reported a road closure near Dorset due to a motor vehicle accident at 5.24 p.m. He was transferred to Albany Medical Center in Albany, New York. Uh, the statement read, it is with great sadness that we report that our beloved Treat Williams has passed away tonight in Dorset, Vermont, after a fatal motorcycle accident. Uh, Treat was, they said in the statement, full of love for his family, for uh, his life, and for his craft, and was truly at the top of his game in all of it. And it is all so shocking right now, but please know that Treat was dearly and deeply loved and respected by his family and everyone who knew him. Uh, we're beyond devastated and ask that you respect our privacy as well uh, as we deal with our grief. And to all his fans, please know that Treat appreciated all of you. Please continue to keep him in your hearts and prayers. Uh, apparently, there was a, a vehicle making a left turn across traffic. He was coming in the opposing way and ran into the vehicle. Oh, man. Which is horrible. He was in a great movie that doesn't get a lot of attention or it doesn't get mentioned a lot. Did you ever see a movie called Prince of the City? Uh, no, but he was uh, he was uh, nominated for Best Actor in a Motion Picture for that. Yeah, I didn't see that, but so, I didn't. I never saw it. It, uh, it talked about corruption in New York, um, in in the police and uh, the DA and all that stuff. And his performance was excellent. It's a really taut Sidney Lumet movie. Really well done. At uh, the age of 28, he received acclaim for his performance in Hair, and he earned a Golden Globe nomination for the now defunct category of New Star of the Year. And then two years later, yes, for Prince in the City of the City, he was uh, nominated for Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. Among his other notable film credits are his lead turn alongside Laura Dern in the coming-of-age romance Smooth Talk, which was released in 1985 and earned him an Independent Spirit nomination for Best Male Lead. He also starred in Deep Rising, which is now uh, the cult 90s aquatic creature feature that centered on Williams' captain and his crew struggling to survive. Did you ever see... <laughs> He's in a horrible, it's a great junk food movie with Joe Piscopo. I think it's called Dead Heat, where um, he is, um, he's, they're, they're cops and they're, you know, partners, and he gets killed, but he gets regenerated as a zombie. Oh, jeez. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, and then there's also the point in time, Preston, where Piscopo was really pumped up, but was into bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. It's hilarious, though. Okay. If you get a chance, it's so bad, it's wonderful. Uh, Williams landed his most notable role of the century, of this century, with uh, Everwood, starring his Dr. Annie Brown, a Manhattan neurosurgeon who relocates his family to rural Colorado after the uh, death of his wife. Uh, he headlined the WB series across four seasons, earning a Screen Actors Guild Award nomination for Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor in a Drama Series. Uh, he would often make guest appearances. Uh, he had recurring roles on uh, White Collar, Chicago Fire, We Own the City, and Blue Bloods. Uh, and is survived by his wife, Pam Van Sant, and their children, Gil and Eleanor Williams. It's sad, man. Yeah. I always liked that guy. Yes. He, yeah. he had a... Um, I don't know, he had a likable face, you know what I mean? Yes, and he was, uh, um, he could throw off um, insults and jokes and sarcasm pretty pretty easily. He was good. So sad news in a, a motorcycle crash, man, that's terrible. Uh, so, all right, so we go from a uh, death to a birth. Hey. One uh, drink, one water. One drink, <laughs> one water. That's Kathy's yeah. uh, method I, of I drinking. I that this weekend. Uh, Uzo Aduba. Debuted her baby bump at the 2023 Tony Awards on Sunday night. According to People, the Orange is a new black star revealed she's expecting her first child with her husband, Robert Sweeting. A dupa. 
Uh, they revealed in 2021 that they got married in a secret ceremony in New York. So they got a baby on the way. And speaking of uh, the Tony Awards, um, according to today, Samuel L. Jackson's reaction to Brandon Aranowitz's winning the Tony Award for Best Featured Actor in a Play on Sunday has gone viral. I've not seen this yet. I watched it. They said he does like a tangible eye roll and looks... Um, I don't know, pissed off. I-, I didn't get that. He was nominated for the award for his role in August Wilson's The Piano Lesson, and he maintained, it says here in this article, a subtle frown on his face as the winner was announced, and the clip has since become a meme. I guess instead of, I guess he had very little reaction. Right. So in the in the title of the article that I read, Preston, they said he does an eye roll, which he doesn't do. Okay. They're liars. <laughs> so he just kind of stays stagnant. Nothing like, uh, who was it, Faith Hill? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when Carrie Underwood, Underwood yeah. won a you gotta be kidding me! country music award, and she literally, <laughs> I think she mouthed, what the F? <laughs> right. Uh, and she was backstage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they had a live camera on her, <laughs> and later on she played. Her, oh, it was just joking. Yeah, was, no, you weren't. You were thoroughly. No, uh, I'm completely uh, pissed off. Happy that whore won. That a reality show person yeah. <laughs> walked away with one of the most prestigious country music awards. Yes. But that's pretty classic. All right, so I mentioned selling sunsets. Uh, star Amanza Smith took to Instagram on Sunday to share that she's been hospitalized in Los Angeles due to an infection in her blood. Ooh, that's never good. That's not good. No, she said over a month ago, all this started. I thought that I had a bulging disc or slip disc or something wrong with my lower back. Uh, that was regular, she wrote. And I laid in pain in my house for several days. I cried. I took Tylenol. I went to urgent care. And she said, following an MRI and CT scan, she was admitted to Cedar sinai Hospital and she found out she had an infection, quote, in my blood that so, had caused a great deal of infection to be spread to the bones of my spine, and it's called osteomyelitis. Okay. All right. Uh, you uh, So MRSA and sepsis and all those things, are they in the same family? Uh I, that is a really good question. Uh, MRSA is an infection, so yeah, uh, yeah it's it's a resistent infection. All right, uh, so you know would, I'm a I'm a tracheotomy specialist. I don't know. I would imagine that it that it falls in that uh, in that subcategory. Yeah. yeah, so somehow or another, but I it's the sickest I've ever been. Yes. when I had MRSA. It was just felt horrible. All right, so according to the Hollywood Reporter, Pat Sajak is planning to say goodbye. The Wheel of Fortune. I saw the tweet pop up last night, and I'm like, right, let me make sure this is Pat's account. And uh, it seemed to be. So, yeah. Did you see, though, it said, they were reporting that uh, he said he'll have more information coming soon. Okay. So, like, I hope that means he's not sick or something. No, no, no. Uh, Maybe it just means a date. Yeah, uh, I, you know something like that. Well, he's going to do the entire next season. Yeah, or, or maybe it also okay. maybe it means that uh, that Vanna might, you know. Uh, retire as well because he has said in an interview a few uh, years ago that geez. more than likely when he hangs it up they'll both hang it up because it would be weird to have someone else come in and, and work with someone else. So. Do you remember when he was out for the operation? Vanna hosted. Yeah, Vanna took, she didn't do too bad. Yeah, right? it's not her that. thing, but she she held it up pretty good. So Sajak announced the news in a statement released yesterday. He said, well, the time has come. I've decided that our 41st season, which begins in September, will be my last. He said, it's been a wonderful ride, and I'll have more to say in the coming months. So there you go, Kath. I think what he's talking about, Kathy, is that his plan, and he said this on air, what he wants to do is that, it, that he will come out with a hand grenade. He will put his hand around the, the handle, and Vanna will as well. Stop, and, and then they'll, they'll both release go. it, and that'll be how they sign off. <laughs> 
It's kind of like an alien. I remember that scene. Exactly yeah. right. Clearly an inspiration, Preston. Uh, he said, many thanks to you all. If nothing else, I'll keep the clickbait sites busy. Uh, he's hosted the show for 40 years now. He's so friggin' smooth. Yes. I mean, you know, obviously with Alex Trebek passing, you know, the, the one guy who is just the absolute top of his game is Pat Sajak. Yeah, they were both the best at what they do. Yeah. Uh, agreed. And, and, you know, different dynamic uh, in the types of shows, but they they have, by far, they could roll with everything and make it move along. Them and, and Bob Barker. Just, yes. Just the absolute best at what they did. Uh, let's see. Variety reports that Dick Clark Productions and Todd Bowley's Eldridge, Eldridge have acquired the Golden Globes. <gasps> Leading to the uh, dissolution of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Wow. This comes after the Hollywood, Press, uh, Hollywood Foreign Press Association, founded in 1943, faced significant, significant criticism in 2021 when the L.A. Times reported, among other things, that the organization had no black members. And moving from nonprofit operations to for-profit productions, the award show will be a, quote, commercial enterprise moving forward. Interesting. So they're looking to get some of the... Credibility back. I know that they've hired Damon Feldman, Preston, oh, as no an executive producer. Okay. Uh, so the, you expect a lot of pillow fights. Yes, and boxing and all kinds of good stuff. <laughs> so that's pretty interesting. Uh, I wonder how that will affect how that is, um, all of that is, uh, you know, packaged from so here on out. You remember when it was at the Miss Universe? Is that the one that Trump bought? Yes. Um, yeah. So, so the... Um, that became, yeah, that shifted hands a couple of times. So we'll see what how the Golden Globes ends up. Mm-hmm. Um, because actually that was one of the shows I enjoyed a little bit more because they kept it moving. Yeah. You know? Yes, without the big production without the numbers. big production nonsense and yeah. Huey and Hokum and Memer. Uh, let's see. Kristen Davis. Memer. <laughs> Uh, said that she's not looking to get involved in the ongoing feud between uh, her and her co-stars Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, before being met with exciting news that Cattrall will finally make an appearance on the hit Sex and the City spinoff, fans were disappointed over Samantha Jones' absence in the reboot. Despite having a front-row seat to the escalating tensions between the two stars over the years, Davis isn't looking to, quote, waste energy on getting involved in the drama. So does this recent development mean that they've mildly patched things up? Maybe. It's must. Maybe. Be that to some extent. Uh, she said, you have to respect people's wishes. I'm not going to waste energy on it. I can't change anybody. She said, I do understand fans' feelings uh, that they're upset, and I wish I could fix it, but I can't. It's not in my power. Besides, I'm too busy pumping my face with filler. Uh, Cattrall recently filmed the cliffhanger scene for the upcoming season two of the hit Max spinoff. Sources said the 66-year-old uh, made a hugely hush-hush cameo that left no paper trail to tip off uh, show workers beforehand. In fact, her name was never had never even appeared on a call sheet. Ooh, very secretive. Yeah, season- Did you ever watch one second of that show? Uh, Sex in the City? A clip or two, but never like a full episode or anything like uh, that. I, I think it was on for about two seasons. Whatever was the um, Barishnikov season? Yeah. That was like I watched one of the, the like, last one. three or four, and it was yeah. back when you had to watch TV when you when TV was yeah. on. Yeah. You, you know, you couldn't uh, just stream the entire series whenever you wanted. Um, so there was uh, chunks that I missed. But um, I, I did like the show, um, and I thought that the 
ancillary characters besides Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. They had the most interesting character plots and arcs and stuff like that. And, you know, um, um, Samantha got cancer, and Kristen Davis was getting married and converting to Judaism. It was, I don't know. I found that part of it interesting. They kept generating sort of pop culture stuff like the yeah. the, the funky spunk yeah. episode with the... Um, I mean, it's well-written. Candace Bushnell is behind yeah. all of it, and she's a good writer. Yeah, yeah. and Cosmopolitans yeah. took a huge... Uptick in popularity yes. after that show. Yeah, so anytime you affect the booze yeah. intake of America or the world, I learned what the Manola Blonics were. What's Manola Blonics, Kathy? What is that? It's a shoe. Oh my god! Oh, oh, uh, yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What? I don't know that shoe. Okay. We thought you knew everything about shoes. Oh, You're no. a fashion diva. Yeah. yeah. I thought we were bonding for a second. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was wrong. Call yourself You're our Anna Wintour. Uh, so anyhow, season two will premiere on the newly rechristened to sit down. Max with 11 oh, episodes on June 22nd. That's what I said. I did. I, you know what? Because I never, I don't really say the Blonic, second part. Yeah, okay. I, I, that threw me um, off. Those yeah. of us in the know say Manola Right, board. right, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you win. Yokels, so in the first name. Right. Kathy, I'm just, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. You're disappointed. Well, I know. Sad. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. Uh, Alicia Silverstone starred as Batgirl in the 1997 film Batman and Robin. And the clueless actress told IndieWire at the Trebek Film Festival when she was asked if she'd be open to playing the role again. She said, if somebody wants me to play Batgirl and they're incredible, I'm in. Uh, she said <laughs> while promoting her new horror film, Perpetrator. Uh, the writer and director of the film, Jennifer Reeder, added, uh, I'm not done with her now. Uh, now that I got her this close, I keep promising to make more films with her, which we will absolutely do. Maybe Batgirl, she said. Considering the success of the one they just did for $90 million oh, yeah. and didn't release. Yes. I wonder if they will reconsider that now that the Flash movie is coming out and everyone's thrilled that Michael Keaton is Batman in that, would yeah. they reconsider that movie? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's literally $90 million to make this movie. It's sitting on the shelf. Wow. All right, and then the last bit of information I have, Deadline reports that Elliot Page is set to star alongside Hillary Bach. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you got to go to another page. Yeah! We've been slacking on the yes. Yeah, Nobody's fault. We just haven't been getting to it. Uh, so anyway, alongside Hillary Bach. Yeah! yeah. In the, yeah. the new film Close to You by writer-director Dominic Savage. Uh, the movie follows Sam, who will be played by Paige, who has... Yeah! A, a, no, that's... No? no. That, okay. Who has a chance encounter with an old friend, Bach. Yeah! Yeah! On his way home to a dreaded family reunion that uh, forces him to confront long-buried memories, according to the outlet. So... That is happening. All right, we can now. Is it mystery clips? Yeah, it it's is mystery clips. You know I'm, I'm looking, and, and I'm you're liking. liking. All right, the last one, I, I was like, "There's no way anybody's going to get it." Possibly, we oh, can definitely we can do this, it on this, this, one. this first one. And All I right. got my eyes. Wait, 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 don't look off. at that. Oh, do you know what it is? I don't want to see it. What's the matter? We don't want to see it. Hang on, hang on. Marissa's talking to Casey. There's controversy. Hold on, yeah. there's controversy. Uh, yeah, we're going down the to the line judge. There was a football press. Yes, Marissa. Okay. Um, no, we're good. Okay. There was controversy. It's, hey, I don't know if you guys know this. Our interns make the clips. Yeah. And it's a new semester, so it's the first oh, okay. week of the new interns doing this. Okay. So I just have to double check some things. All right, we but appreciate that. Good here. Listen, right, so, uh, and a good memer to you. Uh, Marissa, I need that first one sent over. We're going to play the second one first, but guys... Somebody's going to get this. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Get your signaling buttons ready. Here we go. Right. Now, sometimes you, I was saying earlier, like I, I have worked with directors that don't give any direction other than physical direction. And it's kind of isolating. It's sort of depressing, actually. 
Got him. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson is right. correct. There you go. Hold on. What's the info case? In Asteroid City, a junior stargazer convention is spectacularly disrupted by world-changing events. Scarlett Johansson was talking right there about what it's like to work with Wes Anderson compared to other directors. Asteroid City is in theaters on Friday. All right, next mystery clip. I don't so think really one nothing. Yeah, nobody's going to get this one. I think you're going to win this one one nothing, Steve. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh boy, it's obscure. Right. As All a right. matter of fact, I'm going to put up a whole quarter to whoever gets if somebody gets this one. All right, here we go. A quarter of a million. And I have the deepest respect for Henry Cavill. Um, he's an icon, obviously, or a Superman. And uh, I, I, you know, I was like, did 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 I do you well? Do you approve? Does Superman approve? Does the cuz approve? He's like, it's Superman approved. That meant the world to me. Unless you get this I'm, name. I'm very generic. I'm going to say it's the actress playing Supergirl. I need a name. Yeah. I need a name. I'm Alex um, Trebek right now. Uh, her name is Alex Trebek? It is not Alex Trebek. <laughs> uh, it is something. Is it Cruz or something? No. Is it uh, Cruz or something? No. It's uh, Is it Cruz? It's not. Oh. Uh, another guess? Go, go ahead. It's not Cruz. Uh, Sasha Cal. Oh, or Calais yes. Or she whatever. looks awesome. Yes. Yeah, so, she looks uh, tremendous. She plays Supergirl in uh, The Flash, and that is going to be in theaters on Friday. All right. Do we know her from anything else? She was It's there. She was in The Young and the Restless for 276 episodes. Wow. wow. Okay, so she must have been... Yes, yeah, it says 2000 to 2000 or to 2021 or 2018 to 2021, not for 21 years. She was, she was 21 years. From 2000 to 2021. <laughs> obviously went to my math school. <laughs> that should be you guys. If you guys, you know, if you convince people that your math is correct yeah. and, and are convincing enough, then we can switch it all around. Who was it? Terrence Howard said he had uh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, math. Math. yeah. One yeah. times one oh, right. is two in his math. Yes, exactly. It was yeah. gonna. It was groundbreaking. It was. It was earth shattering. It was gonna change the world of mathematics. You see the impact went, it's made. Yeah, yeah. Right. you went to lunch at Panera. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That is what we have in the entertainment report for you this morning. All right, uh, we have a secret text. No, we don't have a secret text. We have Tattoos Day, but you can text to win that. Text word tattoo to 39333. Floating World Tattoo and piercing gives us $350 gift certificate. Your chance to win that today for a Preston and Steve show theme tattoo. Do that now if you are indeed interested. We'll do some giveaways with the Philadelphia Zoo. The Summer Ale Fest is coming up. Rodney McLeod's going to be stopping by. We'll take a break and be back in just a moment with it all. So stay with us. Tomorrow from 4 to 6, Marissa from the Preston and Steve Show rocks the grand opening of the new clean and spacious Planet Fitness on Broad Street in Philadelphia with food, raffles, giveaways, music, and your last chance to join for just a dollar down and $10 a month. Plus, meet Brandon Graham and Landon Dickerson between 5 and 6. I know we're really only into a day or so into it, Kathy, but looking at your screen, you're more hyper aware of uh, traffic patterns and everything. You seeing a big difference today? Yeah, so there's definitely okay. more people out today, and it's what I suspected, what I said yesterday. I thought people probably were a little nervous and thought, I'm going to work from home or take off and stay home. So um, it's definitely worse than yesterday, but um, I still see, like, on the other major roadways, it seems to be um, not as heavy. So I don't know if that's coming later this afternoon or, you know, if maybe some people are, are still staying home. But, the you know, the 95 area, people taking those alternate routes. And yesterday afternoon, like, Torsdale Avenue, they said, was just... Oh, 
a mess, like just stopped. Gridlock, people stopped. And, you know, it's it's a neighborhood, too. And so the people living there aren't used to it. And I drove over because I wanted to see uh, them work on the, uh, the, the you know, breaking down of the bridge. And it was, uh, it was difficult getting over there. There seemed to be so many people around there. I couldn't understand. I, like, I didn't even want to leave my house yesterday. I was like, I don't know. They might be on Fayette Street. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, right. yeah, so it's, it's crazy. So. Here to stay for a little while. We'll see. All right. Um... I think we should. Uh, I think we should expand our minds. Yes, it's time to head to the institute. It's time to go to school, gang. Uh, the Just Saying Institute is where we are headed now. The Just Saying Institute, home of the newly opened Kathy Romano Manolo Blahnik <laughs> Mega Outlet. <laughs> the Mega Outlet. Mega Outlet. Such a fan. Are those the ones with the red soles? No, no that's Louboutins. That's Louboutins. Yeah. That's, that's it. Thank you. Hey, when does uh, JSI let out for the summer, by the way? Are we, uh... It never ends. Okay. No, this, wow. is a, this is a round-the-clock, round-the-year, years-long uh, facility, always running, day yeah. and night, uh, except for New Year's. It's the uh, last day of school for Caroline today, though. Oh, so, Exciting man. stuff, yeah. Yep. We'll have to dive into last day of school stuff at some point. But, um... I saw this story that they were working on at the JSI. Uh, Self-pleasure could increase a male primate's chances of having offspring. Really? Uh, The act of self-pleasuring may help with successful fertilization by increasing arousal before sex, the study by the University College of London said. Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? (laughs) Uh, To me, that would seem to, uh, my initial guess would be that might run contrary to uh, to that because you're, you're sort of... Tapping off the baby batter, but um, who knows? I'm going to paraphrase some things here because uh, Bill doesn't like very specific. I don't like PP talk terms. Yeah, especially the for some reason the scientific terms are not acceptable. But uh, the scientists said that uh, shooting, yes, oh after self pleasure, oh right, helps uh, shed low quality semen, leaving fresh sperm available ah. for mating. Oh, okay, it's so like uh, shucking the corn. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, my, we have in my bedroom shucking the corn. Can you top that off for me, yeah. please? Um, I can see that, though. You're um, you're uh, getting rid of the, the laggers. Yeah, yeah. You've got some fresh stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hot stuff. Yeah. Fresh stuff. Come Piping here. hot. Yeah. yeah but Turn I... on the red light. What is that? Krispy Kreme does that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So the researchers add that it may also reduce the risk of contact, uh, contracting sexually transmitted infections. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> However, uh, Making some sorry. fresh back. The scientists said that the benefits of female self-pleasure from an evolutionary perspective remain less clear. Uh, Lead researcher Dr. Matilda Brindle said, Our findings help shed light on a very common but little understood sexual behavior and represent a significant advance in our understanding of the functions of self-pleasure. It is common among animals but is thought to be more prevalent in primates, including chimpanzees, apes, and humans. I wonder what other types of animals pleasure themselves. Pleasure themselves. Dolphins. Dolphins, Dolphins definitely yeah. do. Dolphins yeah. will actually be aggressively sexual with humans. Uh, humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I took a, a class called About Your Sexuality in uh, eighth grade, Preston, and one of the things that I remember uh, was that the female uh, crossing of the finish line, and bear with me if I, I yeah. sure. the uh, you know the things here, but um, that... There, <laughs> I'm going to try to uh, phrase this as delicately as possible, but there's like a, a dipping that happens whereby um, uh, some of the uh, male stuff 
is then worked its way up into the uterus, okay. uh, thereby increasing the chances of uh, a baby happening. Okay. So, so that, the, that the evolutionary there's an reason, motion. there's yes. a motion yeah. inside that, that goes down oh. and gets some of the fluid and brings and it back brings up. It up. And so that's part of and then that gets the second fluid. floor appliances, third <laughs> floor babies. And so, so that uh, that okay. gets the fluid, Steve, closer to like uh, the all eggs. Right. Therefore, it, it is astonishing how all right. this lays out the way. No pun intended. Uh, huh. to, to go into the creation there, of life. There right. is a reason that, yeah. that you have these sensations, these good sensations. It's to encourage us to per- That's it. as a species. It, right. Yes. Yeah. But, okay, so but what this study is saying essentially is is when you take care of yourself before the, the actual act, it's uh, like the equivalent of, like, shaking up the mustard before you spray it on the... Uh, on yeah. The, you know, so and it's the exact same motion, yeah. too. So you're getting rid of... But I had also heard that, like, all right, for, for um, those people that... Uh, you know it. Everybody shake the mustard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shake the mustard, like, now wax the car. Yeah. That, uh, so the... Oh God. Yeah, like a pull-out couch, right? Uh, so <laughs> when, pe- when, when people, like, use the pull-out couch... When they sleep on a pull-out couch... Method. Right. That like that's not always effective because sometimes you have what essentially are the green berets of the semen, right? And are first that, in, first know? in, first yeah. out, yeah, last out, yeah. So your point is, my point is that there are like the green berets are are also very very uh, fertile, gung ho, gung ho, right? And, and so, so you don't see a method to this. You don't see that this the shearing off the the laggers, the uh, the. Uh, the ones who couldn't make the service, who didn't rank, but those laggers are the are actually the green berets. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're trying to get out of service. <laughs> they, they're acting like they're crazy. You might think so, but according to this study, okay. that, that there's a there's a actual. Uh, We'd like to think that there's nothing but green berets in there, but there's also some, you know, Boy Scouts. Uh, so now, now I have green berets stuck in my head. Silver <laughs> on their chest. Yes. Uh, the study published in the journal Proceedings of the Royal Society B focused on primate animals, both wild and captive. Dr. Brindle and her colleagues gathered information from 246 published academic papers and 150 questionnaires. Wait a second. Wasn't the guy who became the fly called, wasn't he Brindle? Grundle. Grun- Was it? No. Brundle? Brundle fly. Brundle right? fly. All right. I don't know. I'm a little Brindlewald? suspect of this now. Oh, hell. Crimes of Grindelwald? Uh, now, look it up, if you would, the fly with, uh, with Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. And your seeing... semen's like a green beret. <laughs> uh, an advancing force very similar to the French Foreign Legion. Brundle. Brundle. And this is uh, Brindle. It's close. That's exactly the way I'd change my name if I didn't want people to know I was the fly. They also analyzed uh, personal communications from primate experts and zookeepers. And findings suggested self-pleasure was most likely present in the common ancestors of humans and all other primates. Steve, do you remember what uh, Gina Davis's character's name was? Oh, no. Lay it on me. Veronica Quaif. Quaif? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Veronica like Quaif. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Quaif. hell. Uh-huh. How did I miss that? I, uh... um, I understand your name is Quaif. <laughs> Sounds like queef. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. 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 We wrote that. Yeah. Heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very smart. <laughs> Can you say uh, cervix on this show? Yeah, sure. Yes. That cervix is the thing that Thank you for down. your cervix. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Green brace. Thank you, green brace. Thank you for your cervix. cervix. You can say cervix. That's you like can say the cervix. least uh, sexual name. I know. Yeah. You never know with Bill. Yeah. Uh, but that's cervix. The, that's the thing that dips down. 
Oh. And uh, that's okay. where the dip is kept. I um, mean, like, to not be able to say, like, penis or vagina, it's the equivalent of, <laughs> I'm drawing all these parallels, not being able to smoke a plant that grows on this earth. You know what I mean? Like, no. h- how do you make something? What? I- I'm just saying, like. Like th- these are just these are parts of the body, you know. So so what people skin, get like Steven? all like what's that? It's just skin, Steven. It's just skin, it's just Steven. skin Steven. No, but like you know, uh, well, marijuana we've come a long way with, but like it's just a plant that grows out of. that. How do you? How do you? I don't know how we, we got, don't make the rules, but we gotta live by them. Hey, what is just just skin, Steven? What's that? Uh, uh, cable uh, guy. No, uh, no, is cable guy? Yeah, he's playing. Um, he's playing password. Password. Mm, he's yeah. whispering. Yes. It's just, Steven. Okay. I, don't, I haven't seen that movie in ages. All right. Any parts. Anyway. All right. I have a different story from the Just Saying Institute to Excuse move along. Bill, a break here. Uh, rejecting your true self can lead down dark paths in terms of mental and social health outcomes. A psychologist and neuroscientist who consults with clients on insecurity and self-love principles says... That humans seek approval from external relationships when we lose sight of our core values that come from within. So, this, this is as old as time, this assessment. No, essentially this says how to how to stop caring what people think about you. Right. Yeah. So the, the doctor says we are wired towards inclusion and rejection means exclusion and thus understandably triggers fear. Uh, whether you are scrolling social media, going out with friends, or attempting to deepen more intimate relationships, having boundaries around how often you apologize, seek validation from social media, or embark on any approval-seeking endeavor are critical to developing the inner confidence to bounce back from situations that don't live up to our expectations. Hmm. And so I was, I, I read through this a couple of times trying to put my finger on exactly and what... Preston, how did that make you feel when what, you read through it? <laughs> I feel terrible. <laughs> uh, no, about what, what that, what this means. And I think the bottom line is, is take it in moderation uh, in that you, you want to be included. And when you do feel, um, Disapproval or someone, uh, you, you get negative feedback and you kind of take it personally. Yeah. You can't take it personally all the time. No, no. But you also, then you're an open blister. But you also can't uh, not listen to that maybe if, if it's in the form of criticism. You have to be That's aware. what murderous rampages are for. <laughs> that it may be you indeed as well. And so it's just this balancing act that you have to play with... Um, whether or not you're pleasing people or not, or yes. if you get, you know, if somebody gets you some kind of a, a negative feedback and 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 you automatically get defensive about it. Do you know it. what? What? You just talked about one yesterday. Where I you're, did. You were putting a ball in the, uh, you were asked to put the that. ball <laughs> in the golf uh, display at, what was the course again? Pine Valley. Pine Valley. Mm-hmm. And somebody ruined your day kind by acting uh, uh, aggressive towards you. Yeah. Uh, and so, but it, it's how long you carry that. If you spend all your time seeking your estimating your self worth worth on external influences, you're yeah. going to go out of your mind. Right. Right. So occasionally, though, we're not we're not complete Teflon. It will affect us. Yeah. And I think it's an exercise in 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 um, stopping and thinking about these things that affect you so negatively, and kind of figuring out how to let it go. <sighs> breathe. I'm kill you. <laughs> I'm going to murder you and your family. <laughs> But I mean, I'm I'm not obviously I am not uh, learned in this world. Uh, you know, I'm not I, I'm not a therapist. I don't know how to tell people these things. But I, my own assessment is that it is an exercise. You take these things and go. 
does this really matter? You know, there's speaks to... How does this affect you? Is it really a big deal? And even though it might feel like it is, you can still kind of step back and go, it's not that big a deal. Get, well, I, we I'm going to kill I'm you! Gonna kill you and your family! <laughs> no, the... Um, <laughs> Uh, I talked about getting out of your own head, right? And we t- we had this conversation a little while ago. Yeah. There's that, um, is it a, a series that's very popular? Is it a series on Netflix? How to not give... Oh, oh I, yeah. I, I read that book, the subtle, subtle art, of, art, the subtle Art of Not Giving an Out. It's, yeah, it's yeah. always in the top oh, yeah. ten, and it's very popular. Is that, I assume that's what it pertains to, correct? I think is, so. Is I, it sort of an... In, a tutorial or it's a self-help book? Self-help but the book I mean, yeah, is, but I don't know about the series. I assume it's the same thing. Yeah, I haven't seen the series either. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's it, learning how to be comfortable with yourself, with your own decisions, and uh, trying not to put too much stock in other people's. But also not being a narcissist in that yeah. I'm always right and screw you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, there's that's what I meant by the balancing act. I so, hear you. Yeah, you know. uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Don't so. seek validation from the outside. You know... Learn about yourself, Kathy. That's what you got to do. Here's an interesting comment from a texter. It says, everyone needs a tribe, but it's important not to become tribal. Find where you belong, but ab- avoid the hive mindset. That's wow. kind of interesting. Signed, G. I, Lauer. I, I, <laughs> which, by the way, yeah. we have not heard from Gary in a while. Yeah, we need to do a... Uh, well, we'll play the, the sound. That's yeah. how we <laughs> Gary Lauer. <laughs> we just want to make sure you're still alive. That's help. a bad signal. Yeah, help well, we know he's alive because he's been bugging a guy that we know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to find out what that's all about, too. So, How would Gary do in therapy? Oh, my God. Well, He'd have a blast. Yeah, Are I mean, you kidding me? I he's think got the therapist some would have a blast. The therapist, yeah. the therapist yes. would go into the bathroom, and then you'd hear... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you okay in there? I thought I heard something. My Freudian friend. Uh, Freud. <laughs> Gary knows what's, what Freud's up to. Yeah. It's one of the Muppets. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. But actually, you know what? I was having a... It was I, Lucy and Ricky and <laughs> Freud Merch. <laughs> I was having a conversation with my dad last night, and it was it was a little bit tense. But he, you know, uh, there were some issues that we were having. And uh, listen, he's he just turned eighty five years old. And I said to him, "Look, I'd I like you to talk to Gary." Therapist <laughs> <laughs> friends. No, I I told him that that uh, I go you're. You are 85. You are set in your ways. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to change the way you think about things. Mm-hmm. But you might want to consider. Um, taking into consideration other people's point of view, you know what I mean? Let me ask you, that didn't go well. how receptive? No, no, it went well. Okay. It, it went well. Uh, it was good? But I don't expect a lot from that because, no, I don't need the father and son song. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> Play the thong song. <laughs> okay. That says Colin much more than, but but I think I think I, I, I broke through a little bit. You did, yeah. And it may not wow. be, but but it's hard to remind yourself of those types of things. So you're talking about changing someone's yeah. uh, way of uh, they look at things. What are we doing here? Your dad's song. Oh, this is the thong. I don't wear a goddamn song. But have you tried? Um. So let me ask you: yeah. Do you think you're receptive to changing your? Uh, I have been over the years. Uh, I, have you gotten better I, with it? I've changed over the years, most definitely. Now, I'm not there all the way where I'd like to be, no question. The I'm reason like- I bring that up is because you are his son. Yes, exactly. And, and it's hard sometimes to see that. And I, I was kind of telling him that, too. Yeah. But- 
I think you're the therapist. I'm very I, good. Well, you I'm just gonna, made a really good point. I went to uh, Gary's. Well, actually, Gary right. has a, an online course that I you took. You took it. Okay. What was the point? I'm sorry, I missed well, it. But that you're okay. So you're talking to somebody who's a, a very smart man. I mean, we know that, and and he's set in his ways. But you know, you're trying to tell him to you know maybe take other people's point of view into consideration, but. That do you do that? You are you're his son, right? Exactly. Are you just like him? No, in in some regards, yes. And part of that has helped me go. You know what? I kind of don't want to be like that. Not that saying I don't want to be like my dad, but I would like not to necessarily have. Stop it! <laughs> what? Just I'd rather that. hear the thong song. Bill thinks your name is Cuthbert. <laughs> That's your fault. Preston Why does Bill think Cuthbert's a name? Um, uh, but that song is so good. By the way, I, I it's possible I'm having a stroke because I smell food. Is there? What? No, 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 no. There, uh, the, the zoo's oh, here. Okay. The, the zoo brought food yeah. from uh, dead animals out there. <laughs> no, Munchie Machine food truck and Deke's barbecue. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no, you're not <laughs> smelling toast. You're not having yeah. a, a stroke. Bring that up in therapy. Uh, <laughs> no, but part of that has informed me to go. You know, I, listen. I, I understand that I might have tendencies. Uh, like my lineage, my, yeah. my father, that and and I've seen things that I would rather not uh, be like, and that's actually kind of helped me, you know. Go, don't be like that. My there are th- ways that my dad, you know, who's turning ninety five next month, uh, you know, t- has, will twist himself up occasionally, and that's something I look to avoid. And my dad's sure. gotten better at it, and you it can, can kind be- of, and it's not, it's not an indictment. It's simply um, agreed. You're learning. It's not, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Yeah, you're learning from what maybe I perceive as other people's mistakes. Right, right. Know, and that's kind of, that's how we do it as human beings. I've actually learned a lot from Casey. What? A whole lot from Casey. What not to do. Is no, 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 okay. the other way around of what to do. Casey, Casey's an extremely thoughtful person and, and has the presence of mind when he starts to make judgments on someone to stop and go, you know what, it's not for me to judge. I shouldn't do that. I don't know that. I haven't walked Preston's in the Preston's a judgmental one. Let's yeah. let me have that. <laughs> I don't want to take this from him. <laughs> this is his thing. It is his thing, man. <laughs> what do you think of that guy over there? <laughs> no, I know. Yes. We, open yourself to learn uh, from other people. Yeah. It's not so bad. No. I mean, <laughs> pick the right people. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You yeah. know? Yeah. That Stalin has a point. Yeah. It's funny to me uh, when my fiance will pick up on the on me being like my dad because she spent a lot of time with both uh, of yeah. us and, and I'll do stuff and every now and then she's like, you know who you're acting like right no. now. And oh, I'm no. like, oh. You know that you goes through the door. <laughs> when you say the same thing about her and her mom or something like yeah, that. Well, but that won't go over. No. But I, I actually, Casey, I appreciate the observation because yeah. I'm like, you know what? Those are types of, and I and I love my dad, and yeah. uh, you know, dearly. But there are things that he's tried to evolve past, and I don't want to have that be a part of my personality forever. Yeah. And so when I do those things... And she recognizes them and points them out to me and be like, all right, yep, I appreciate that. You know what the hardest part sometimes is to give yourself permission. Yeah. You're not the first people to ever be influenced by your parents and perhaps yeah. get some bad traits. But also to learn to say, oh, my God, oh, the, the wonder that they were able to do what they did. All those things can run, you know, simultaneously. <laughs> it, all, it all stems back to our relationship with our parents. Yeah. Mean, you know, almost everything that we've become is who we were when we were kids. And it's like, uh, Casey, it's like when a plant grows. And, yeah. uh, and the Green Beret come in. <laughs> yeah. And, the green beret and then you pull out the Murphy bed. <laughs> the Murphy bed. Yeah. And then the crickets start making noises. And before Meemer. you know it, you're feeding a deer present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
while wearing a thong. What's this goddamn thong song? What are you trying to say? And with that, we'll move on to another story from the Just Ain't Institute. But uh, try to be a good person, all right? I think that's what we... Don't be a dick. We boil it down to. Don't be a dick. Uh, Researchers are getting closer to understanding the unpleasant cycle of losing weight while dieting and then gaining the weight right back. Uh, The research saw that people who are obese release dopamine, a reward chemical, to... Uh, which is tied to happiness and euphoria when they eat. So they release that when they eat. Yes. The reaction results in people not fully registering what food is in their body, which scientists have now observed in people who are coming off of a sustained period. That's why you got to look at your poop. Period of time on a diet. Oh, I ate Oh, that's that. right. Corn. Yeah. Uh, the researcher. Oh, by the way, no, well, if the re- I may observe one thing first. <laughs> yes. Complete, it's sort of tangential. Blueberries seem to be very resilient when they travel through your excretory system. Have you ever noticed that? I have not noticed blueberries, no. No. And no. I eat a fair amount I'm just going to say from anecdotal evidence. Interesting. Just yeah. Uh, I, I yield my time. You've been digging around with your poop knife? Well, let's just say I had, I have uh, been eating blueberries. I love blueberries. And, yeah. and I, I rarely does something come through uh, the process mm-hmm. almost completely intact. Wow. Um, and I was stunned by it. I didn't know if you guys had, had the same thing. I, my, I was going to call Kathy, but... <laughs> You're not swallowing those things whole, are you? No. no. Okay. All right. I've been calling them bloobs lately. So just if you guys want to use that in your household, uh, because somebody ate all the bloobs out of the uh, the fridge yesterday, I was pissed. Man, you march right. to your own, your own yeah, beat. I do. Yeah. I do. You really do. Okay. Is yeah. You can yeah. use that if you want, by yeah, the way, bloobs. guys. Bloobs. Yeah, right. that, that, or not. You will. I... Pre- I, I said it. I put it into existence. It's there. Yes. I have never been more certain of anything I, in my I life that never, I will not use no. the word bloobs. It you will just never did. come out of my mouth. You just did, no, Steve. I Kathy, have to make we're the working point. on you now. Yeah. Never. All right. Uh, so anyhow, they said the fact that these responses in the brain are not restored after weight loss may explain why most people regain weight after initially successful weight loss. It's, I it's, don't really understand that. Well, I... I okay. <laughs> Yes, we need to talk to Gary Lauer. I no, no, the, so. the yeah. uh, um, um, doctor. So Gary the reaction <laughs> results in people not fully registering what food is in their body, which scientists have now observed in people who are coming off a sustained period. Of, I don't get it. I think. I mean, I so the dopamine is clearly it's it's something you become addicted to. It's why you you know yeah. it's why you eat comfort food. Listen, yeah, absolutely. That's why sweet things like yeah. ice cream and and uh, a lovely mocha it's latte. Wonderful. Could I have a little sprig? Make me happy. Um, Yes, I do understand that, and, and that's what what gives you that rush. However, you know that you have a, a steak that you really a great something or yeah. something that could be good for you. I got turned on to the Mediterranean diet. I love uh, you know uh, salmon and a, and a good salad. If, if it you can find that joy in stuff that's not oh, yeah. necessarily. Yeah. When I have my lunch here, my my yeah. old salad that I have every day, I love it. Do you groan? And does I'm, Kathy make fun of you? Of course she does. But <laughs> wait, 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 why do we? When he makes his noises, when he eats. Oh, oh, when yeah. he um, No, but I, I, I enjoy it. I look okay. forward to having it. Yeah. Um, so, by the way, Jackie Bam Bam was, uh, called me this morning, and he asked me if... Fettuccine um, and... Uh, no, no. Black he, olives. He asked me if uh, hot chocolate is good for you. And, oh, because uh, of the new machine? Because we have a new oh, yeah. machine, yeah. Uh, Duncan. Oh. Uh, did, did you know that we have a new machine? And, and Casey, it, it worked yeah. yesterday. So, Marissa walked me out. We have this new, much smaller... Much noisier but smaller machine, and it is legitimately producing hot chocolate. So uh, it's a, it's from Duncan, and so he asked, which is awesome. If it's if it's good for you, I said, well, 
And then he goes, I had three cups last night. <laughs> I said, maybe don't have three cups right. of hot chocolate. You know what? Like... I would. I, I love Jackie to death, but it would be kind of funny to see him um, put on thirty or 40, 50 pounds. Oh my god! Imagine with those with those stretch pants on. He's real thin, yeah. so that would be a big change. Well, wow. all right. Uh, another Justine Institute story. Uh, something that the scientists have been working on. They're good, those scientists. I wonder what your mom would think of this, Kathy. Uh-huh. Uh, with watermelon, usually the star of summer in terms of fruit. Many people are looking to do more than eat the delicious treat because mm-hmm. of the plethora. Of health benefits at the melon tower. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Watermelon is is a healthy f- fruit. The benefits uh, watermelon has on skin health oh. in terms of treating conditions of producing uh, conditions and producing glowing skin are two of the side effects that come with using the fruit in facial mists or sugar scrubs in and out of the shower. So you're oh, using yeah. it externally. Yes. You, not simply by taking. Are you a fan of eating watermelon? I love it. I yeah. love it's great. watermelon. And it's one that I overlook a lot. And there's you know? so, there's nothing more depressing. Acme will have the pre-cut things in the tray. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more depressing when the watermelon's not quite right. Like 90% of the time, it's awesome. But, you know, as you fluctuate in and out of season. Yes. Well, now's the time. Now's the home run. You get yeah. the good ones now. tell you what I hate getting is if, if you do get some pre-sliced uh, fruits is when you get mango and it's not ripe. Oh, really? That, that's, that's just such wor- a waste. I have such not... a disappointment. And it's so expensive. I know. I should. I, I like mango. I should... I love it too, yeah. but it's a, sometimes if if it's too firm, it just doesn't even. I don't even have to bother with it. Sucks. Yeah, I like it saggy and limp. <laughs> it's kind it's of right. like my men. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, an avocado in that realm. Like, yeah. you, if you miss the mango, you really miss the mango. You there's think. a window. Yeah, there's a window. Mm-hmm. Uh, so watermelon. That was a Jackie Robinson. Uh, you know, <laughs> Jackie Robinson. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I say something that's going to lead me down a bad path. Go ahead. Watermelon face masks have also been praised for their radiant results. So while you're chopping up the watermelon uh, for munching, save some of the juice for other self care uses ah. to cash in. I do that with chicken. To offer. No, you should not <laughs> you rub should chicken not. juice on your face. Yes. Uh, Kathy, oh, do you do any of the face masks or anything like that for treatment? I mean, this is something different. Like, they're saying to actually use watermelon juice or actual watermelon. I mean, you can get... I have a watermelon uh, body scrub, but I can't well, they're saying, tell, yeah, you, yeah, tell you that it's not actual watermelon. No, but they're saying uh, there are fruit... Uh, they, they use it in facial mist or sugar scrubs as well. Yeah, sure I you think use that, that stuff? Yeah, I think okay. that, that... Definitely. How elaborate is, is your regimen? Do you have a Do you have a, a lengthy one, or is it just kind of... Exfoliate, yeah, all that. Yeah, do you have one have, of those masks on once a too. Week or I'm not like, yeah, like I'll throw it in when I have time. You know, what right. I, mean? I just did. I I really want you guys to do this. I did the uh, the foot peel. It's called baby feet, and it's just this little plastic booty that you put on your foot, and it has uh, this like gel inside, and it takes off the dead skin from your feet. I I don't want it. I don't want to <laughs> explain it in detail, but I, I really want you guys to do it. Okay. Baby feet. I'll do yeah. it. And and so the dead skin I mean, falls this... off, and then you have well, baby feet. That's kind of Nick written all. Over can we try it. the? Yeah. Well, you do the. Yeah. You, you actually bathe your feet all the time. Me and your dad press. What about the little um, flesh eating or the fish? The fish eating. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever that. done that? Yes. Uh, I... Did you notice a? Uh, I did it with a girlfriend of mine. We were away on she vacation. She ate the flesh off your feet? No, I. She. We. We. We bought it. We went. We scheduled. Yeah. And she put her feet in for two seconds. The fish started to like nibble on her, and she was freaking out. Wow. I'm like, Why did you do this? If you right. Think you you can knew. handle it. Yeah. yeah. Um. It was cool, but it is 
kind do, of gross. Do, I mean, do you they, feel? Do you feel? You, oh yeah, you feel them, and they. It doesn't hurt at yeah. all. It's just like little like suckers. Yeah. But I mean, you you watch them, and they're eating the dead skin off your feet. Like mm. it is pretty gross. All right. Well, anyhow, try watermelon. See if that'll work. Yeah, uh, do okay. I have time for another, or should we wrap it up? No, we can do another right, one. One last one. Yeah, Just saying, Institute. All right, it's the last story. Oh, hang what? on a second. What? Completely forgot about hey, that. Hang on a moment. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot we had that clip. Play okay. that one more time, Case. I'm sorry I was speaking over that. Just saying. All right, so a medical safety oh boy. expert is getting the word out about the best ways to encourage children to take medicine. And advises telling your kids medicine is candy or a treat does not help them in the long run. I uh, said that because. How did you do it? Um, oh, I don't remember. I don't know if we ever tried tricking them into anything. My parents would put it in one of those pet pockets. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, they have, Steve. They, they basically, not oh. pills, but liquid. They have that for the kids. Oh, do they? Just, ah, yeah. all right. Uh, he said because they are kids, of course, curious by nature and see the world differently. Uh, He said that the importance of telling kids the truth about what they are about to eat and why they're doing so. Uh, And he said instead of telling them medicine is candy or treats, uh, he encouraged parents to teach your child from a young age about the safe use of medicines and make sure to praise and reward them when they follow the rules to reinforce good behavior. What's the best tasting kids medicine? Kids medicine. Oh, it's got to be that bubble gummy stuff. Yeah. Um, That's uh, exactly what I was thinking. Like like antibiotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and, the and cherry, cherry cough No, it was, it was bubble gum flavored. And, oh, was it? Uh, I mean, I'm sure that this advice is salient, Preston, but I remember vividly looking forward to getting that cough medicine. Oh, I'm my like, God. Yep, Jace I'm going to get used, better. Jace used to gag. Really? On the bubble gummy. No. Oh, yeah. not, I loved it. I no. don't know if it's different now or what. And it was the, the, the like a tube-like um, dispenser. So you would have to pour it in. And, and that you would measure it that way. Yes, oh, my God, up yeah, on the yeah. screen. That's Amoxicillin. it. Amoxicillin. Amoxicillin. That's the thing. Yeah. I loved it. Amox. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, my buddy's daughter uh, drank basically a bottle of that stuff. She went into, because you have to keep that in the refrigerator. Yes. Yep. And she found, but oh, luckily, no. and I, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but, like, it's not, like, deadly if you go to town All on right, that. We, okay. we, we believe it might not be Casey, your wife. Gave me a gave you brought in a whole bunch of bubble gum flavored kids toothpaste. Oh, it was so good. You wanted really? It. it was so good, Preston. It was like straight up. Uh-huh. I you you're almost looking for the little comic in it too. It was uh-huh. that accurate a taste. Wow. Uh, I never really thought amoxicillin was yummy. I had to take that several times when I was a kid, but you guys loved it. The bubblegum flavor of it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and when it would be cold, Casey, in the fridge, I liked it better that way. Yeah. Amoxicillin pops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's one that I that I actually like the taste of now. Skyreezy? Nope. It is, uh, it's NyQuil. They're honey uh, flavored. Oh. It's like, um, it's a little bit like booze. Okay. Yeah. It kind of, but, but it's got that honey flavor, and so I look forward to getting sick so I can have something. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> and it does knock my ass out, man. NyQuil. Yeah. I love it. Especially because, you know, if you're going to, if you can be asleep for a good portion of your cold yes. or illness, yeah. it's wonderful. If you're going to take NyQuil like on a Friday night, yeah. you don't got to get up the next day, yeah. that's good stuff. Oh, Tripping, man. You're, you're at the dip- seahorse party. Yeah. <laughs> Seahorses forever. Forever. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, this doctor's recommending that you level with your kids and, and not say that, oh, this is... It's know, all going to kill you. ...treat yeah. or something like that. It's but all right. Yes, level with your change. children. All right. Just relax. That's all that we have time for. 
That was a good one. Thank you for swinging by the Just Saying Institute this morning. Expanding, as always. We'll get to it again another time. Uh, we are going to take a break and come back in a moment. Don't forget Tattoos, a chance to win a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So text word tattoo 39333. You know what? Let me go ahead. Since they are here, let me give away uh, this right now. I have a pair of tickets to the Summer Ale Fest at Philadelphia Zoo. Saturday, June 24th. It's an evening event, 7 to 10 p.m. Wow. We'll take caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. It's the wildest beer festival in Philly. And the Summer Ale Fest Festival is presented by Constellation. And it returns to Philadelphia Zoo. Info and tickets available at philadelphiazoo.org. Uh, and we will take that uh, 12th caller, 215-263-WMMR. It's a 21 and over event, by the way. You have to be at least 21 years of age. Coming back with a B-File. Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because, nah, we're good. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. There's a very fun event coming up that I'm going to be hosting and participating in. It is called the Take Steps Walk, and it is for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Uh, It's going to be on a Sunday, June 25th, and it's at the link. So you get to go all over the link if you're a part of this event. And uh, if you'd like to join my particular team that we will be walking the event, we're called the Shart Breakers. Mm -hmm. If you have ever had a dream of a T-shirt that features a heart made out of turds, (laughs) then this is your opportunity. Dream come true. Because you can get a shirt if you join up and make a donation and be a part of the Team WMMR, the Preston and Steve Shart Breakers team. Um, There's food trucks, inflatables, characters, music. There's all kinds of stuff. In fact, they have several live bands on the concourse, and you get to hang out at the day at the lake. It's really cool. Just getting to get access <laughs> yeah. where you wouldn't have had it before is worth worth it alone. Yep. So if you go to WMMR.com, you can uh, find the little sign-up info link and be a part of it. And uh, the proceeds benefit the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation for Research, Education, and Patient Support Services for those suffering from inflammatory bowel diseases, which, if you're not familiar, is insanely painful. And people have a really hard time coping with this. So the more that we help we can get, the absolute better. My youngest has Crohn's uh, disease. So uh, if you can help out and want to be a part of it, WMMR.com. Sign up and let's do that thing. All right. We are going to do the B-File right now. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre. Bizarre. 
Brought to you this morning by Sequoia Outback. You can make your deck or outside space a source of comfort and pride. Shop 4th of July sale at Sequoia Outback, Route 309 in Hatfield, or at decksupplies.com. All right, every now and then you hear something like this, and it's freaky as hell. Mourners at a funeral of an elderly Ecuadorian woman were startled to discover that she was still alive. Whoa. Bella Montoya, 76 years old, was declared dead last week following a suspected stroke. And according what the f- is this? According to the BBC, five hours into her wake on Friday, relatives preparing <gasps> to change her clothes ahead of the burial found her gasping for air. It's unbelievable. Dude, there's video of it, yeah. too. It is funny. Terrifying. Oh, no, it's no, right. That's terrifying. the wrong word it's to terrifying. use. Terrifying. Ms. Montoya is now back in the hospital in intensive care, and Ecuador's health ministry uh, has set up a committee to investigate the incident. The unfortunate thing is usually when you hear this story, the person ends up dying shortly yes, afterwards. Yeah. What, what's her, do they say what condition she's in right now? Uh, you know what? No. I was assumed surprised. Uh, yes. Yeah. There was a condition of surprise for sure. But in a statement, the ministry said the woman uh, went into uh, cardiorespiratory arrest. A loss of breathing and heart function did not respond uh, to rest- resuscitation attempts. So I don't know exactly so, why that happened to her. An Edgar Allan Poe nightmare. But uh, the doctor on duty confirmed her death. Her son uh, was quoted by local media saying that his mother had been admitted at around 9. And at noon, a doctor told me she died. She was in uh, placed in a coffin for several hours until she was seen by family members trying to breathe. Video posts on social media shows her lying in an open casket and breathing heavy while several people crowded Jesus. around her. Wow. Paramedics are then seen arriving and observing Miss Montoya before moving her uh, onto a stretcher and into an ambulance. It oh is rare when you get God. to speak at your own funeral. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't happen that often. Uh, a woman, and this is horrible, a woman and daughter in Maryland have been charged in the death and dismemberment of the woman's mother and daughter's grandmother. 44-year-old Candace Craig and her daughter, 19-year-old Celia Hardy, uh, were arrested on Friday. Officials responded to the home in the afternoon for a welfare check after someone called 911 saying they had not heard from a 71-year-old uh, named Margaret Craig for several days. Officers said they were greeted at the door by Candace Craig, who allowed the officers to search the home for Margaret Craig. When officers entered the basement, they said they immediately smelled the odor of a decomposing body and called additional units to investigate Three separate bags of remains were found by officers. Jeez. So they they didn't think by letting the, the the cops go into the basement they were going to discover that. I guess I don't know what what were they what were their choice. Yeah. You know? So she and, used a stick up. An official with the state's attorney's office said a chainsaw was used in the dismemberment. Yeah. yeah. Followed by burning parts of the body on a grill and in a. I done a bad thing. A bonfire to dispose of it. The evidence, along with witness interviews, suggests Candace. Murdered her mother on May 23rd. They say that she appeared to have been helped by her daughter the next day in wow. an attempt to dispose of Margaret's remains. Uh, they've been, you know, they're they're in jail now and they're facing first and second degree murder and all kinds of messed up charges. Wow. All right, we need something lighter than that. A man is accused of breaking into a Florida theme park, jumping into an alligator enclosure and filming a video for social media, a dangerous stunt that authorities say led to his arrest. Police in Tampa Bay say Jacob Percival, 20 years old, hopped the fence to enter Bush Gardens theme park illegally on June 1st. He and two others went to the park's alligator enclosure, which is outfitted with two layers of metal fencing. Footage of the incident shows 
uh, that he entered the enclosure while one of the people uh, with him recorded it. Yes, officer, that was him. Uh, onlookers can be seen in a video uh, showing Percival inside the enclosure with someone shouting at him to get out <laughs> and that it was dangerous to get in the pit with the reptiles. How? Well, we got the guy who is agitating the Bears. bear population of Yellowstone. We got yeah. this morning. How yep. soon before one of them gets nailed? Any moment now. I'm yep. saying before the show is over today. Uh, Authorities say that he posted a video of the incident to social media. No video of the incident currently appears on social media. On accounts appear to be belonging to Percival. He was taken into custody on Monday. Speaking of bears, a busy beach in Destin, Florida... Got an afternoon surprise visitor when a black bear what? waltzed by the seashore on the popular beach. It's pretty I mean, wild. He's swimming yeah. with other people <laughs> in the beach. It's such a great day, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, some lotion on my back. Would you mind? Uh, so, yeah, the bear is swimming and hopping through the waves in this stretch of the Gulf Ooh, of Mexico. Back off, war child. Uh, seriously? Seriously. Uh, near the Alabama border. Uh, back off, war child. Seriously. No one was Back injured. War bear. War bear. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, this thing is so cute. Isn't that adorable? adorable. But it's yeah. what, people are right next to it. It could easily just yep. maul you. Yeah, and then no. the, what would the sharks have to eat? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a little baby. He's not going to maul you. Uh, yes, he could. I'm. He could. He's not going to. He's a beach bear. Yeah. They're the most benign bears around. They're like dune pumas. Uh, so uh, no one was injured, including the bear, as people looked on uh, mere feet away from the bear. Bare feet. Soaking in the salt water under the sun <sighs> as World Child. I'm water in my ears. World Child. World bear. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. A deer crashed through a window into a New Jersey woman's home and then took a dip in her backyard pool before right. being removed by animal control. Quick question. Did she have her shoes on? Exactly. I do not know. I hope so, because that's why you wear your shoes when you go to bed. In case a beer, not a beer or deer, a deer smashes through your window, you will have a chance. Diane Twersky, uh, who is 85, uh, said that... Excuse me, Jerksky. She was at her home... When she heard a crashing noise coming downstairs, she said, "I heard a glass explosion. Then I heard the house was and the sh- uh, then I heard the house was shaking and banging, and I was sure it was an earthquake." Oh dear! Uh, Twersky looked downstairs and discovered a deer was ransacking her home. She called her grandson and daughter-in-law, who called nine one one. Her grandson Mark said that he didn't believe it until he arrived at the house and saw the deer with his own eyes. When is uh, rutting season normally? I thought that was in the fall, fall. right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, animal control officers opened the back door of the home, and the deer quickly darted out and made its way to the pool. Where's um, the beach? The deer jumped in, and it was, uh, she said it was along that back wall, along where the ladder is. It was uh, doggy paddling all the way to the uh, ladder. A deer doggy paddling. That's delightful. Uh, animal control officers helped the deer out of the pool and released it back into the wild. Hey, look, I'm a dog. Everybody was okay. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. And with all of these animal stories, I think we have to give away some passes to the Summer Ale Fest at the Philadelphia Zoo. Yeah. Very cool. We have some fantastic food here in our studio, thanks to Munchie Machine Food Truck and Deke's Barbecue. Nick, you've been uh, partaking. I have, yeah. What the food is fantastic. I had uh, the pulled pork, and then this is the brisket. I'm going to have that for lunch. That brisket was, uh, <laughs> or the other one was for breakfast. But I've been to the... Um, 
to the Ale Festival in the past, it's awesome. It's a great time, and uh, I highly recommend it. Like, a lot of great beers from around the city, so, and then the zoo just opens up. You know, it's it's a really cool event. So, so cool. We'll take the 20th caller, and uh, the event is coming up on the 24th of June. It's a Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m., and you can enjoy unlimited samples of more than 100 award-winning seasonal craft beers, seltzers, and ciders, and indulge in the region's top food trucks, including, like we said, Deke's Barbecue and Munchie Machine, uh, while strolling the zoo, listening to live music, visiting uh, amazing animals, and all this stuff. So, 215-263-WMMR. Did I say a number caller? God, I can't remember what I said 10 seconds ago. <laughs> caller number 20. We'll set you up. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back in a moment. Rodney McLeod is stopping by, and a few other things to uh, dive into. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Presents the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 16th, two locations in Oaks at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center or South Philly at the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Sign up now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t shirt, a window nation tote bag, ever fresh juice, and our sincere thanks for making a real difference in our community. Appointments are required. So secure your preferred time today at WMMR.com. The 18th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Benefiting the American Red Cross from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. We just wrapped up uh, last week our Coolest Teacher of the Year competition of yes. sorts. It's, it's an acknowledgement of teachers. Support sport. Uh, no, and this uh, event that uh, the two people are here in our studio to promote also... Uh, honors educators across the country, which is a really cool thing. We love that, and we are happy to welcome back our good friend Rodney McLeod and his wife Erica. Hey, hey, hey. How you guys doing? Man, doing great. Nice to see yeah. you, Erica. Nice to meet you here. Nice to meet you guys. So the the sneaker ball is what we're talking about. Yeah. And this is the third year for this event. Yep. Um, and was I correct about that? This is for educators uh, raising funds. No. Uh, so educators are. People that we are recognizing during Sneaker Ball. Okay. So we have two uh, educators that we'll recognize for their work, you know, with these kids and, and, and things that they're doing. And they are educational heroes. And and I love you guys, um, you know, honoring them as well. Coolest teacher. Like, that's, that's like great. That. There we go. Right? Yeah. So, we're like, we're in competition, I see, with the Preston's <laughs> Steve show. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, Sneakerball benefits our foundation and all the programs involved at Change Our Future. And so, it's really a night just to celebrate, uh, you know, what we've been able to do uh, with the help of so many different community members and Philadelphians out there. Uh, but also a look into the future and seeing, you know, what's coming up, what's ahead. Um, and so, obviously, it's a way to for everybody to really put kids first at night. And that, um, so it, it, it changeourfuture.org is a, sort of an umbrella organization. And so you pick different recipients and different, different directions in which to send money and support, correct? So we have our we have a few programs of our own. Okay. So we have a Next Man Up mentorship program awesome. um, that we have currently going on at Parkway Northwest. There are 17 young men who are part of that program. We have our I Am Youth Leadership Summit that um, we held this year. This this, this was our this was our second yes, it was. annual summit. Uh, and then we have a few other programs uh, ahead as well that I'll allow Erica to talk about. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. super excited. I mean, during the Thanksgiving time, we do our turkey drive, which is always exciting. Um, we were able. To 
to fill three cities' worth of meals this year. Wow. Um, which was awesome um, because we've never had both Maryland, Philly, and Indianapolis when Rob was playing over there, so that was pretty awesome. Um, our 12 Days of Christmas, which Christmas is uh, our favorite holiday. I'm <laughs> saying that on air. Um, but it's our time just to give back to the community and really just show 12 acts of kindness. But what we're really looking forward to this fall, we have a literacy program that we're launching here in Philadelphia, really emphasizing the need to start reading to our kids. Oh, that's um, awesome. And the STEM program, I mean, it keeps going. We're wow. really excited about that, just, you know, to bring a light to the fun of STEM. There's so many cool careers that yeah. kids are not thinking about, but they're all STEM-related. Yeah. And you guys do that's a great. lot. Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah. But I love that it's education-based. I mean, that's, yes. it's so important. And the fact that you guys are, you know, stressing that, it, I think it helps in the community. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the sneaker ball, by the way, let me give the date uh, before we dive into all that. But uh, June 22nd, it's at V, uh, and uh, tickets are available at changeourfuture.org. And I said this is, you know, the third one. So it's it's a black tie event, right? Yeah. But do you wear sneakers with your black, with your tux and everything? You got it. You have to, you right? Got it. That's the yeah. best yeah. part. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, Erica, <laughs> how out of control is his sneaker game? Is it's it? ridiculous. Yeah. Well, what right. are you We're using more than one closet for his sneakers. He's pushing my sneakers out. I barely have any. Give us a count. Give us your, give us your best guesstimate how many he has. Do you know exactly? Oh, God. Over 100 sneakers. Uh, yeah. What about yeah. sneakers for every that occasion? That I can see. Yeah. But what about you, Erica? Because the sneakers is not just a, it's not just a man's game these days. No. No. It's Steep competition. Yeah. But, you know, I give all my cred to Rod because if not, they're all workout sneakers. And he's like, come on, athleisure's in. Pull it out. And so I have a few favorites, but he definitely beats me. Now, here's What's, your the best favorite part. Se- What's your favorite sneaker? Uh, I'm a fan of the Jordan 1s and mm-hmm. Dunks. So I-, I love a good variation of, of both. Yeah. I feel like they're just, classics. They could go with, like, literally everything. My son just got into uh, sneakers, and so now, like, we're, we have the Air Jordans, and he's looking at all, and he's got, like, this app where we can get ones when they're first released. Oh, and, man. You know, yep. Yep. I'm so, like, I can't believe I have to do this now. <laughs> Erica's looking at me because I just showed her these dunks that are dropping today at 10 a.m. Uh, that I can't, and I never, I never get in on the lottery. I try every single time, though, but my question for you, Rod, and, and actually, uh, Erica, as well, is, uh, because you guys are going to be changing sneakers. You're not wearing just one pair on, on, on this event, right? You've got a few pairs that you're going to so be wearing? We, I, I morphed into that last year uh-huh. where the first year I had one uh, pair that I wore for the entire time. And then last year I did like a whole sneaker wardrobe change. Wardrobe change? Yeah, I did a wardrobe change. <laughs> oh, like man. midway through. I think I started with like these, uh, the Grinch uh, dunks. <laughs> That I had, and then I switched over into uh, some blazers, uh, some like orange, the Halloween blazers. But it was clean. Yeah. All right. So how many how many chains do you do? Five, six this year? Are you crazy? Yeah. How many do you, how many do, you do? I might. I don't know. I might stick to two again. All you right. know, go with two for a couple years, and then I, you know, I'll, I'll just. It's like the women that, cha- that change their wedding dress, like yeah. like from yeah. the ceremony to, to the, the reception. reception. Yeah. yeah. So so what what is your most uh, what is your most prized your most um, what sits in a special case? Uh, what what pair of sneakers? Ah, oh. that's your dream pair. Uh-huh. Dream pair that you have right now. Because mm. I love when dudes go off about their uh, like Nick Cannon is a massive yeah. sneakerhead. I haven't I haven't gotten to the point where I could put them in the case uh. and all of that just yet. <laughs> all right, you know we're working. But you're we're flirting with that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm flirting with. Okay, it. yeah. <laughs> 
Doesn't pancake pancakes into sneakers? Pancakes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he will clean head. them. He'll wear them and then clean them right after that. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. a hat and a sneaker head. So. Yeah, you got to have a Jason Marks you yeah. know, on deck to clean your sneakers. Erica, do you clean it right after? Or, or, um, uh, I send them to yeah, the, the shoe cleaner. Shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Are there are there awards in the evening for for best uh, for people who wear the best sneakers or anything like that? You know, that would ball? be a great be fun, added right? element. Yeah, yeah. would. Yeah. We might we might have to add that or in uh, next year. But there is a sneaker museum. Uh, done by Los Angeles. He does an incredible job, and there'll actually be a scavenger hunt this year. What? Yeah, so you'll be able to scan each um, each sneaker, and then you know, the, I guess the more sneakers that you identify, then you're able to you get entered into a raffle, and then we have some giveaways that we'll we'll uh, do um, at the at some point of the, of the program. So there's a lot, man. There's a lot of activations. Uh, incredible experiences for people to be a part of. Uh, all you got to do is show up. Yeah. So let me ask you because you, um, I mean, you started your career uh, with the Rams and you were with the Birds. You won a Super Bowl with us. You know. Uh, you ended up with the Colts <laughs> last year. You were with the Browns this year. You grew up in Maryland. You went to Virginia. Like so, change uh, our future. dot org. Um, it, it can't just be based in one area because you've lived, you know, all over this this beautiful country. So, yeah. so, so, are you impacting all the cities that you've lived in? Yeah, we we are starting to expand. Uh, you know, clearly here in Philadelphia is where we planted our roots. Uh, mm-hmm. Here at Change Our Future. You but mentioned we, the Thanksgiving uh, things in all the different cities. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and last year we were able to support Indianapolis since we were there. We did our uh, turkey drive there as well as we were able to support uh, roughly 20 families yep. uh, during the holiday uh, where we brought them out and allowed them uh, to shop for things that they needed over at Myers, uh, and then we expanded to my hometown in Maryland, uh, Turkey Drive as well, supported some families during the holidays, but also this upcoming weekend we have our, my ninth annual uh, Rodney McLeod football camp. So, Man, yeah, those- where's that at? <laughs> Is that in Clinton? Uh, it's actually at DeMatha, DeMatha Capital High School, which is in Highsville. It's like 10 minutes from University of Maryland. Okay. Uh, we just closed registration this morning. We're over like 200 campers, so we're very excited uh, about that. And Do you have room for a, a one radio producer who'd like to attend? <laughs> I'm playing in a flag football game on uh, on Thursday. Are you? Wow. Yeah, the NRG flag football game. It's at the Novacare Complex. I played in it oh, last sweet. year. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I only threw like nine touchdown passes that uh, last year. <laughs> so you quarterback. Did, and didn't get the MVP I award. I didn't get the MVP. No way. I threw nine touchdown passes and had an interception. We won the championship, and uh, and they gave the... the uh, they give it to? It's all political. Jervis. 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 Come on. He caught like four of normally my touchdown quarterbacks, passes. Yeah. Normally, quarterbacks are like normally the MVP, right? Like it... Talk to Fred Barnett. <laughs> he was our coach. We'll speak uh, to Fred, Fred. Yeah. Talk yeah. to Arkansas Fred. Oh, so, yeah. Come on, Fred. <laughs> Is the goal, guys, to go... Because, I mean, you're on fire with this. You're obviously doing tons of stuff. Is the goal to take it national? Obviously, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that That is the goal. Um, but, you know, you have to obviously start, uh, you know, take it one... one yeah. uh, one brick at a time, right? right? You know, we're building something special, and so... And with not the grow help, too fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Got to make sure it's done correctly. I love the idea, too, that you keep the numbers, you know, reasonable, where you can actually focus attention on, you know, where it's just not, you know, just bulk, and you're 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 taking time, obviously, with the individual. That means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. Erica, my wife takes care of 
everything that I do. I mean, absolutely everything. Is a big part of what you do uh, put in uh, efforts work-wise into this? Oh, yeah. I would imagine. This is my blood, sweat, and tears every day uh, running the foundation. So it's the creative side. It's the hopping on meetings. It's creating partnerships. It's looking for the next best thing. It's uh, a ton of work. Charity, it's a ton of work. Yes, charity it work. Is. Oh, yeah. So we all... We all have charities that we're involved in, and my wife has her. I just did a whole thing leading up to. I was telling Preston, it becomes, it is a. That's why you know people say, well, oh, the the, the professional charity people. Well, guess what? It is a profession oh, for yeah. to do it right. It yeah. it does take oh, yeah. an investment, and it does take a a ton of work, almost around the clock work to yes. make these things happen. Yeah, my phone's always ringing, um, so my phone's always dying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, like, I also, so I, I've been heavily involved with my children's schools, and we do events at the schools, and, and I, this is, I know, like, with this event that you guys are ha- having, it's a, it's a fundraiser, but you want to make sure that the people attending are getting something out of it, right? Yeah. Like, yes. you know, obviously people want to help uh, your organization, but, like, you want them to have fun, you know, like, so whenever oh, yeah. we do something, you want to make sure that like, you know, they're getting something out of it that, you know, like that they're having some, some fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, that's the, the premise of, of sneaker ball is one, we understand the, the community that exists for sneakers. I mean, mm-hmm. we all just had a like 10 minute conversation about <laughs> sneakers, right? Uh-huh. And so that, that is the, the concept and the thought behind when we create a sneaker ball, it's man, it's it's a way to one have people come out, want to stay longer because they're in sneakers, but a great conversation started to meet the person next to them. Sure, um, because there's so many people in Philadelphia, you know, who are doing incredible work that are just amazing people. And what better way to fill them all in a room, uh, benefiting, you know, the the kids of, of Philadelphia and of the world, um, and having sneakers at the at the forefront. So now is the point of the conversation where I ask you, what is the most charitable city? To which you'll answer Philadelphia, of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the most charitable city of these cities that you deal with? Uh, I would say Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to ask, did you see the movie Air? Yeah. yeah. Yes. What you, would you think? Man, I, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish, of course, uh, Jordan had... Uh, a bigger role, but I understood, right. and I, I had to, you know, do some research after as, as to where Ben Affleck was trying to take us when he, you know, produced the movie. But yeah. I thought it was well written. Is, and he, is he on your radar? Because obviously, they're 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 they love this stuff as well. Man, honestly, both Nike and Jordan <laughs> are on our radar. Like we need to get a, yeah. a lead sneaker sponsor in these next coming years. So we're going to be uh, we're going to continue right. uh, to knock at that knock at the door. Who are some NFL friends that are going to make it to the event? Uh, so we'll have a, a few uh, guys in the in the room. Um, I think Avante Maddox, uh, big play Slay, uh, just confirmed that you know my man James Bradbury mm-hmm. uh, will be attending as well. Wait, Avante's coming and Dallas Goddard's not? I thought those guys were yeah, they're like <laughs> together, right? I, I would assume. Yeah. You, you know, you don't get one without the other, right? So I just delivered the I message mean, to sneakers to Avante. Yeah. And, you know, he's going to bring a big bro yeah. with him. <laughs> and uh, Malcolm Jenkins is being, uh, yes. he's getting an award? He's, uh, we're recognizing uh, oh. my brother Malcolm Jenkins for his uh, incredible work. You and Malcolm Jenkins. Now, 
there's two different plays, but your one-two punch on Brandon Cooks in the Super Bowl was like... <laughs> classic. Classic, right? Because you're the one who jostled the brain, and then he's the one who just knocked his brain right out of his head. Right? Yeah. That was pretty you know, I, gave, I, gave yeah. Oop, I gave him the alley-oop on that one. <laughs> it, it sounds like, a, like an awesome time. Will, will, the, will the event sell out? I mean, do you, I assume you have a, um, a, a cap, right? Man, the V is a huge yeah. venue, it so it, it's hard to sell out. But right now, uh, the room will be packed. Okay, yeah, it sounds it sounds awesome. Um, so I want to ask about: uh, Did you do OTAs yet for uh, for the Browns? Yeah, I did. Okay, yep. I'm so sorry you're not with it. I know, I, or at least I had heard that you really wanted to be in green this year. But uh, you know, uh, yeah, there were some early conversations uh, about that, but you know. Went in a different direction, and, and that's fine. Uh, you know, I served my time here, and, and man, I, I love this city. And the city uh, loves the you. City, yeah. And I can you tell you that, that that we're rooting for you until we you play, play against yeah. you guys. And then, yeah. 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 What if he's I'm, a I'm, spy. I'm excited, though, because <laughs> he's a spot. He's a spy. <laughs> we plant, I love it. We planted you in another Stop. team. Love it. <laughs> we do have a joint practice uh, with the, with the guys this year, so yeah, yeah. I, I let them know about Ooh. that in our in a group chat because I'm there's, so, there's a script in there somewhere. Yes. Uh-huh. For a movie starring anyway. you. No, yeah. and Ben Affleck can direct. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the yeah, like uh, Rodney was saying, so the events at V, which is this awesome venue, it's huge, uh, is going to be on the uh, the twenty second. Uh, tickets are available at changeourfuture dot org if you want to get on board, be a part of the event. It's a it's a black tie event, but it's light and fun and cool. And you guys have live music as well as a band are going to be performing, or so we have a DJ there. Okay, uh, we're also you know asking everybody as you come that you don't come empty handed, right? Like we all know that. Um, your investment goes back into supporting our programs, which supports our kids. But also, uh, if you bring a sneaker or school supplies, we <sighs> are filling backpacks oh, great. Uh, this year to lighten the load of a lot of parents out there preparing for their kids to go back to school. Uh, the beneficiaries this year will be Barbers Who Care, Blue Babes Foundation, which is Jill Scott's, um, and the uh, Philadelphia School District. So, uh, Staples Erica's been has, doing her homework on this. Yeah, yes. this is all great stuff, man. That's yeah. right. awesome. Yeah, this will allow us to be able to support. Uh, our goal is 400 students this year. We we reached 200 last year. Staples has taken the initiative to already give us a jump start awesome. in supporting 200 students now. So, we just need everybody to get us across that finish line and support an additional 200 and we'll be at well, our, our number. And you know, the worst part of formal wear, though you love like a tux, is the shoes. It's the most it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You can wear sneakers. And yeah. I assume it, it, with gowns or whatever, right? You can yeah. do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Is it okay to clash with your sneakers uh, against your uh, your suit? Like, if you want to wear some kind no, of, These you know, two aren't. Oh. Yeah. yeah. No, if you're wearing a black tuxedo, pretty much everything goes with that, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's I why so. I keep it. I keep it black. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Black. Give it all black? All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I like that. Just a little, too. you know, just subtle details here and there, but I, I keep it black. And you know what I rocked recently? The John Wick look, the full black tux it's shirt. Clean. It's Mono clean. Monochromatic. Yeah, mm-hmm. Good. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we'll post the information on uh, PrestonandSteve.com for you to check out, but uh, changeourfuture.org. So this is going to be on June 22nd, uh, 8 till midnight at V. And anything else you guys want to add? I see you're chatting over here. Yeah, he was whispering to her. Yeah, he he wants me to let us know about the the listeners uh, today, what what kind of code that they get. Oh, Oh, there's a code! 
There's, a code. There's always a code. You can only expect that from a spy. Yeah. <laughs> Spies know codes. Don't put that in there. Trouble. No, so if you're listening today, um, you get a special discount. Use SBWMMR23 for a special discount when you purchase your tickets online. Oh, we'll make sure that that's up. Repeat it one more time and we'll make sure it's up. S B W M M R twenty three. All right, S B for sneaker ball. Easy to yes. remember that S B W M M R. Excellent. Well, congratulations on all the success, guys. You're doing Wonderful. great work. Great to meet you, Erica and Rodney. Always great to see you here. Yes, and good luck with the event. I appreciate it. Thank guys. you so Thank much. You. We hope to see you guys there. Erica and Rodney McLeod is here for him, guys. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. Stay with us. Hey, you want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We'll do some more invites in a little while for the uh, event coming up at uh, the zoo that we've been doing giveaways for the Summer Ale Fest, which is going to be on Saturday the 24th, so listen closely. They brought in some uh, food uh, today, Munchie Machine Food Truck and uh, Deke's Barbecue, all really cool people that popped in, gave us some uh, food and then head it out because they got they got a job to do, gang. They're working people. Uh, I want to eat, goddammit. We'll do some more uh, giveaways uh, for the event at the zoo coming up in a little while. But in the meantime, uh, there's this story. Oh, by the way, uh, Nick had to slip out, so Marissa has slipped in. She's going to be hanging out in the studio with us this morning. Oh, hi. Oh, hi there. Um, I've not heard this audio yet, Steve. You said we have audio. There is a 16-year-old from Florida that has made history for being able to type um, actually, the fastest in the world by oh wow by multiples. Yeah. So I asked you before we did uh, came on, Kathy, because I think you're probably the fastest typist here. You're at least yeah, and I don't the... know, I don't know what I do. You know, so I... so a good uh, what used to be a good secretarial speed. I remember when we were taking typing. Uh, you would you, you'd want to be able to type if you were considered a solid um, typist. Sixty words a minute would be a right. good speed. Okay. Okay. So Preston, you can uh, relay this data. This sixteen-year-old can type three hundred words per minute. Wait, oh. uh, wait, 
That's mm-hmm. five times what is considered a very good speed. Yes. High <sighs> achieving, they called, uh, uh, you know, 60 to 70 words per minute is considered high achieving. This with, kid can, can do 300 words per minute. With pretty exemplary accuracy. Mm. Right. Now, my question is this. When they say that, is there, like, a minimum average of the length of the words? Do you know what I mean? Like... No, it, there's, like there's, usually a, there's them, a system set up for it. Yeah. Well, usually you get a paragraph, right, and then you have to you have to type it. I don't remember something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's it's a and and some of them are random words. I thought I was reading in the story uh, that you just have to be able to just rattle off off the so word. This guy's a gamer. Uh, oh uh, yes. Oh uh, yeah. well, there. And he only That's started. Why. He only started typing like two three years ago. Yeah. That's why I I actually okay I was going to make another comment but now I'm going to make this comment so. <laughs> I was watching Jace play. He plays on a PC, and so he plays on the keyboard. He doesn't yeah. use a mouse. I, I I was like, what is going on? I mean, his fingers move so fast mm-hmm. that I now I completely understand why this kid Dude, can type as fast as he does. Is he, he playing does. Fortnite? Yeah, he plays Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they just released the new version of it, and I watched my son play for a little bit. Um, and was it like? My, my brain couldn't comprehend what was what happening was going on? on the screen. Like there was some, there were people there with guns and they were building things and they were wow. I'm like and then he 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 shot somebody from like you know it was like, happening fast right? I couldn't could like, process it so, yeah so think think about that and so that's applied to regular Casey this was not some sort of gamer design typing test this was a, this was a standard typing test with a test for accuracy and everything and he was able as Preston said just a few years ago. He's typing at this speed now. Now, there's a text I got, and it says, my wife is a stenographer and averages 265 words per minute. Yeah, but don't... don't. But they use a system where they're hitting multiple keys at the same time and can create words like yeah. that. Like that, right. Uh, I now, there was something if like someone that. does that for a living and you want to call in and explain it to us, that would be great. Is that a court stenographer? Yeah. Okay, so that's a different device. Yeah, that's what I'm talking uh, yeah, about. Yeah, not yeah, a QWERTY yeah. keyboard. Yeah, so you so you hit you hit multiple keys at the same right, time, which right. create words. But um, anyhow, maybe somebody can call in with some authority on that. But do you want to hear audio of this kid yeah, typing yeah, yeah, at yeah, 300 yeah. words a minute? Now, remember, I have ASMR. I have not heard this yet. Okay. Yeah. I could shoot. Yeah, you might uh, shoot. When this oh, happens. So, hold on. Here we go. What? Stop it. I like it. I'm drooling. You like I, it too? Yeah, yeah I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do. Oh, what the? What the? What the hell? He just realized yeah, he that broke he the record or something like that. Real. What was that? Wrong one. Okay. Real talk, press. No, real talk. Hang on. <laughs> I, I hear something else. Hang on. Do you hear like raindrops on, or? Uh, and crisp apple strudel? No, I'm saying it sounds like something else if you didn't know that was something. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay, hang on. What can that sound like? Yeah, I Pop can hear my drops. I can hear my drops. Super, super yeah. fast. What the? And then he screams. Yeah, yeah. And then ruins it. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm going to get audio of Jace um, playing because, I mean, yeah. it's not that fast, but it is, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what is going on here? I, I couldn't believe how fast it was all moving. And I wasn't watching the game like Casey was. I was just looking at it, the oh. keyboard. Did that did that rock for you, Preston? Oh, yeah, okay. I loved it. I could right. sit there and listen to that for an hour. So this guy's, what does he go by? What's his name? It's Mythical Rocket. I don't know. That's, that's kind his, of a cool uh, name. That's his name. And Mythical he's a YouTuber rock. and he is a gamer. He's a Twitcher. And that's 300 words per minute. And his accuracy is better at that speed than mine is at my, I'm probably 
30, 40. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty good typist, but yeah. I'm not I'm not especially fast. I'm not, like, I can't type because I, um, when I make mistakes, I stop and go back. I dated a girl in college who she would, when she would write a paper, she would write the whole thing. She left all the mistakes in there, and I was, and... And then she would go back. Once the paper was done, she would go back and proofread and, and, and fix her mistakes then. I, I can't do that. Like the so she write it and just let, let everything fly let everything and then go fly back and clean And then it. go back and do that. Yeah. I can't. Oh, yeah. No, I can't do that either. No. I, I, I got to go back right yeah. away, fix it. I have a hard time leaving the words as is. Agreed. Um, I think that typing was one of the best classes I took in high school and what I left with and still use today. I mean, I I wish, and I, I was absent. I remember it. I was absent when they did numbers. So I can do uh. the whole keyboard, but I'm, <laughs> I got to look, numbers. I gotta look yeah. back down. And I mean, you don't even know where they are, but like there's mm-hmm. certain fingers that are supposed to move to certain right. numbers and I have to look down. What's when I funny do the is, is how even in, in the air you could you know you you're knowing just by oh, yeah. muscle memory yeah. where where the keys are. Uh, the funniest thing is if you if you just quickly glance at or I should say annoying you quickly glance at the the keyboard you put your fingers down and your 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 One hands key are off. keys over so you uh-huh. type it and it's complete gibberish. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it is it's amazing how that does become. Firmly planted in your brain, you know? Yes, firmly in my brain. And I don't know why, and I've said it a number of times, why they are not teaching this to kids sooner, especially now that everybody's on a device Mm -hmm. and a computer. I mean, I think the kids, it should be one of the first classes they take in elementary school. Is the perception that voice to type, uh, that uh, voice to text is making that less necessary. I think it's yeah, but they're all they're they're all I know. still you, using computers in school, so they're not they're not voicing right, right. everything that they're doing in school. That would be too distracting. Do you ever see the people that uh, that do the just the two index fingers? Yes. Not necessarily hunt yeah. and peck because, but I mean they they just can do it fast. Now my question is: Are there people who do that that don't look at the keyboard? That that mm-hmm. have to look at the keyboard when they're hitting the uh, the letters. Yeah, how would you do that? Probably. How can you do that? Because you use you, it as a just, guide. Yeah, that's what where your fingers are, are, where your hands are laying to do the the standard QWERTY keyboard. The old journalists, the old like the old the guys who would pound the pavement and get the stories. Yeah. I'm, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Jimmy Breslin, one of these old guys. Uh, but was that that guy, that kind of? Yeah, my first radio boss was yeah, that yeah, Just using his index fingers, and that was it. Like it's crazy. God, when I watch people type on like old typewriters that don't have auto. Correct or anything like I grew up in a world of autocorrect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know nothing else. No, so there's I, no fixing I did not. Those mistakes. <laughs> you can't type, right? Oh, I can type. Oh, you can. Yeah. You know, oh, what, oh. you know what I don't like, and I think it might be my email system is set up, and I've tried to figure out a way to fix it, but it will, it will just tell you that you've spelled a word incorrectly. <laughs> It will not fix it for you, and it will not offer how to spell it, it correctly. Does it underline it for you? It underlines it for okay. me, but if it underlines it, it knows the correct way to spell it, and well, it won't tell me. Because if you go back to where it's underlined, it, it will then give you an option of, like, maybe other words that it that you what could What do I need to do? Hold the, the, the cursor over it and push the... Uh, the Oh, wait, this is on the computer? computer. Yeah, oh, I'm talking right on my click. phone. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about oh, texting. Right I'm talking about on, so, on my so are you, what, what do you, email. What do you type most of your documents in? Is, is it Word? Is no, it I'm, talking text about, I'm, I'm talking about uh, email. Yeah, you oh, have to go back You have to go back and click it. I know it's annoying. You have to it go doesn't, back and click it? Our okay. old system used to fix it for us or give us yeah. an option. Yes. If you, do, if you do click it, it will give you the correct spelling. Okay. And you can click that, but then you got to, it's two clicks. Then you got to <laughs> click that to fix the spelling. Clicking right. bastards. Okay. I will say that uh, Droid was better at autocorrect than iPhone. 
Jordan's better at autocorrect. Yeah, like I'm I, I'm a terrible speller. I feel better because uh, Stephanie Farr, who is a writer, an inquirer writer that we uh, read a lot of her stories all the time, admitted that she's a bad speller too, so it made me feel better. <laughs> um, it, uh, Droid could predict what I was trying to type better than an iPhone. Like well, apparently, maybe, maybe the algorithm I, was, was better at anticipating what you as the typist was. Maybe, yeah. mm-hmm. or just like the way I phonetically try to spell things. Yeah, it, it does learn, or sensibly it is supposed to learn. By the way, on Monday, uh, Apple's latest software update, uh, the new iOS 17 iPhone software, uh, which will roll out later this year, but they said on Monday that it will fix an age-old autocorrect error that swapped a popular four-letter expletive out for the rhyming word duck. <laughs> and so I've had that happen. They are not going to, I guess it's not going to give you that duck option anymore. Uh, other announcements uh, from Apple at the conference included a check-in alert so loved ones know when you've arrived at your destination and a mental health monitoring feature. Because mm. you can't get the word, the F word to pop up because it's a duck. Yeah. Have you ever had that happen, writing? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, Defaults yeah. to duck all, all the time. time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then contextually what bothers me sometimes is that you'll write a word that is completely viable in the sentence, has absolutely every reason to be in that sentence, and it will still correct it. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's a little too over your shoulder. Yeah, so what I really need to do is, on, on my phone, I need to go into the, the shortcuts Yeah. and type in, like, uh, if I write the word ducking, what it actually means, so that it'll just automatically fix that. You, you can know, you can set those parameters. Yeah, where, so I, I yeah. do that. Like okay. I, I have a um, you know, like a so like our hotline number right here. Like so, I don't have to write it all the time. When I type in five five five, the hotline number just comes up. Um, and uh, yeah, I have a couple of other shortcuts that like that, like my uh, address, for instance. I right. just type in the first two numbers of my address, and the whole thing comes up. But I should do that with the commonly mistyped. Words that I use. What word do you mistype the most? So you know what the problem I th- I, is. I is think there, there's a, there's a list of the. I think a restaurant is one that people eh, definitely definitely. One, even yeah. though I know, yeah, it's D F I N I, right? Yeah. Yes. For some uh, reason, not, I hit the... I not A. I, st- yeah. I messed up all the time. Yeah. I, I hit the letter N instead of the space bar quite a bit. Do you? So much uh, so that I'm like, uh, my muscle memory hasn't like figured this crap out yet. Oh, on text? Yeah. I constantly... Yeah. D- wait, I constantly hit um, backspace when I'm trying to hit M. So then I'll look uh, down and I'm like, wait, what happened to all these <laughs> words? And so I was t- I'm deleting yes. letters instead of putting an M in. I'll tell you what, its ability to anticipate what you're going to say is has gotten a lot better. Uh, the one thing that I that I end up um, using a lot more now is if I'm trying to emphasize something, you know, you type the first letter in caps and yeah. the second letter in caps, and then it will present what it believes the word is fully in caps. Right. So that was a big time saver. Yes, that is good. Yeah. One of the things that really does annoy me, though, about texting is that I will... Uh, be typing in a word. Uh, it will. It will. Uh, the the algorithm will sense what I want to to type in. And as I'm looking down, and let's say I want to uh, type the word "stay." Okay, uh, just picking a random word. Right. And I'll type S T, and I'll see "stay" pop yes. up. I'll go ahead and Why hit. Why does the, it do that? But hang on. But I'll hit the A because I've just I did notice it at the last and then second. Went away. And then it changed it to a different word. Yeah, yeah. yeah what's that and then about? I, and then I hit that thinking, yeah, that's what I want. And then it put a different word in. I know. It's annoying. I hate Stamina. It. Yeah. I did read, though, that there, <laughs> yeah. that some of the updates um, have to do with that and that a lot of people are complaining about things like that. You know what I like doing is if uh, I have somebody's phone and uh, they don't know, uh, I will type in shortcuts. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just type in, like, 
like a very common word like the and then so if they type in the word that I just did this to Chuck a couple of weeks ago where it was yeah. like oh, man I'm, I really could go for a pickle sandwich right now so when you're typing in the word the that it phrase comes up. comes up and they have no and I'm like why I really want a pickle sandwich right now like, what, I didn't type that I've been annoyed by the stupidest one it's every time I type the word may and I keep type I keep going on with the sentence it capitalizes may as if it's the month uh-huh. and then so I go back. I make it lowercase, and then I keep typing. And then after months and months and months of that, I finally kept typing a sentence, and it corrects itself. It Wait, I, it recognizes that I'm not saying the month. What still has not corrected in my phone is Jace, and oh. it, it corrects to have. So I have sent so many. Have? Yep, I've sent so what? many messages to people. It says, have has a baseball game tonight. <laughs> Where does it get half of maybe, maybe it senses the keys that are around. Yeah. Around it, yeah. J, okay. J, yeah. And thinks that you're just hitting the wrong. This Correct. is my son, have, and this is my daughter, not. Yes. Have not. Oh, my God. All right, hang on. I want to go to uh, Erica. Speaking of typing, she's on the line. Hi, Erica. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's you? up? Oh, thank you. What's up, Erica? <laughs> um, so my dad uh, was a writer for the Alang Foodie Press. Okay. Uh, he started in, like, 1982, and I would walk in... And he would have a complete conversation with me while typing and looking at me and not make a mistake. Wow. For like, for like 20 minutes, he would, like, I, I would look at it and I'd just like, how? How? <laughs> like, honestly, you were looking at, exactly. And I'm like, are you paying attention to me? And then he'll like, you know, like say everything I just said. And I'm like, damn it. Like, how? Like, yeah. It's astonishing. I know some people in my life, I've known people who can do that, who are just, it's so, it's so robotic. Yeah. Uh, they did a skit press on SNL where Stephen King was typing like that and came, right. conducting an interview. Right. I can type, you, though. Erica. Sometimes I'll, I'll, like, be responding to an email um, while Nick is talking to me, yeah. and I can respond to him and type. I mean, I can't have a full-on conversation, but I can listen, follow what he's saying. I can read live copy on the air yeah. uh-huh. and think about something else. Yeah. Yes. Which is kind of weird. Wow. Well, let me, that yeah. is weird. Isn't that weird? I, I will literally I be know- thinking about something else while I'm reading. I know what you're talking and I know what what you're Kathy talking about is turning me on. No. I just I can't deny. It. I know exactly what you're talking about, and if right. I do it, it messes me up. Oh, really? Um, yep. yeah. okay. Do me a favor. Can you speed up that? Let's speed that up and oh, see what that becomes. Typing? Yeah, right. Right. let me uh, sped okay. up even more. Can you do me a favor, too, Press? Uh, hold those because I want to see if you can hold a conversation and drum at the same time. Well, I can yeah. easily do that. Yeah. yeah, he's giving me my drumsticks here. So, what do you want to talk about? Uh, you drum. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, paradiddles. Do a paradiddle. Read that. All right, I'll do paradiddles while I do this. Uh, The Summer Ale Festival is a fundraiser supporting Philadelphia Zoo and its mission to create a joyful discovery and inspire action for animals and habitats. Uh, I said habitat. <laughs> That's when they die. Uh, tickets available exclusively through PhiladelphiaZoo.org. Yay! All right. Uh, I'm, I think I just sped this up. Okay, this is the 300. I only loaded. sped it up a little bit. Let's right. just see what this sounds like. It sounds the same. It sounds the same. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me speed it up even more, then. All right. All right. Uh, it might become just... That's what I was wondering. White what noise, would, you know, something like that. Right. So, will uh-huh. your fingers literally fly off? I'm going to go as fast as you can possibly go in this little thing. We have to ladle water on the keyboard. All right, let's see what that does. It still sounds pretty, it still sounds pretty, pretty, pretty similar. similar. Take it further. Wait, did, um, wait, did I pitch time? Here's, by the way, there's a text coming. It says, My daughter's name is Giada, and autocorrect changes it to Guadalupe. <laughs> 
<laughs> and finally stopped suggesting it after many years. Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Wow. I like uh, have. I'm going to go to, hang on, I have, this is interesting. I'll go to Judy uh, on the phone. Hi, Judy. Morning. Hi. Good morning, guys. How are you? Great. What's up, Judy? Well, I learned 45 years ago in wow. a typing class, and it was a blank keyboard manual. Um, they would, like, put a, a, a letter up each day. But here's the thing of it. My teacher, I can type like rain on a keyboard, everybody tells me. But my teacher, who was also good, had three fingers missing. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And it was really incredible in what she taught. But we were taught on a blank keyboard. And if you missed the class, you were screwed. She was wow. very spiring. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but it was very inspiring that she taught me so well. And then yeah, I still kind of like mm-hmm. they tell me rain on a keyboard. Wow. A blank <laughs> keyboard. I don't know, It was man. blank. That'd be hard. And it was a manual one. Right. Okay. Oh, the old wow. manual typewriters. Yeah. That's weird. What are wow. we looking at here up on the screen? Thank there? you, Judy. We would, they would take a piece of paper. Yeah. A uh, sheet, you know, just standard uh, notebook paper and tape it onto the uh, the. The um, typewriter, right, and to where it would lay on top of your hands, and so you couldn't see the keyboard. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd have to do it that way. I hated that. Oh, the, we would we we got tested looking not looking at the keyboard. That was obviously one of the critical aspects of it. You were cheating if you were looking. Yeah, they burn your eyes out with uh, yeah. acid. They'd like, actually put a bullet in your head. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that was my 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 typing teacher was the one that uh, supposedly was in Playboy. Yes, oh, really? so you yes. had reason to look away. Yeah, she was smoking up. All right, All right, so I, I sped this up. I, I basically cut the time in half. All right, here we go. It still sounds... Oh, what the... <laughs> that was it. Wow. It, it sounds oddly similar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, maybe it's our... Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't hear much no. of that. No. Interesting. That's pretty amazing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so 300 words per minute, and he only started typing just... Um, I, I don't know, two or three years ago, I think he I said. Want, I want to see footage of uh, Hav doing this, Kathy. Okay, I'll get yeah, Hav. Yeah. Could, uh, I would Have. love to see that. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but they said, according to the Apple in their latest announcement, they said that uh, the software update will use smart technology to understand what a person is trying to say. So they mean AI? I guess. Yeah. And they're going to do... Uh, I, I guess they're going to sharpen it even more than already in its algorithm of, of predicting what you... Might be typing, which is you know we use a lot of standard phrases. You know, it's really good. The, the Grammarly um, uh, software. I what use is it? it? Grammarly is yeah. um, it's a it's a. I'm a pretty solid writer. Uh, my spelling's pretty good. You know, grammar is pretty good. However, um, it provides you with options when you're writing something, and it just sort of hovers over if you're on Safari, on your on Twitter, on social media, on text edit, whatever you use, and it will. It, it's in real time is looking at what you're doing and it'll it'll kind of just casually pop up on the right a better option of saying what you're saying in a more efficient like in a whole way. phrase like a whole phrase no kidding yeah, yeah. it's grammarly god yeah that would be that would be amazing it's and if of, i was going to school it's cheating it's kind of ai well yeah. nine yeah. times nine times out of 10 uh, well i won't say nine times out of 10 but half of the time because I'm, will be going. I'll be going for comedic effect, mm-hmm. and so I will want it to be a little different sure. in yep. its. Yes, I'm not going for the most direct, uh, you know. And <laughs> yeah. I need to take a slight left or a little mm-hmm. veering away from that, and it doesn't quite understand that's what I'm attempting to do. See, I'm a horrible, horrible writer, and okay. so if I were to 
say, have to uh, do a presentation or give a speech or something like that, even like a uh, like a best man speech or something like that, where you know this yeah. person, I would look for help, Grammarly. something like that, or with AI. Yeah. I, I would. I, I, I'm. It's just my Achilles heel. I just can't do it. I never have been good at uh, expressing myself. Have you ever thought about chopping off three fingers? On the page. Well, it helps somebody. (laughs) Uh, That teacher was great. Speaking of teachers, I'm going to go to Brian, uh, was a typing teacher in Philly. Hey, Brian, morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Sorry about the work. (laughs) No, what's up, my man? Um, So I heard you guys talking earlier in regards to kind of some of the typing classes that uh, you guys went through as well as uh, stuff that Kathy's son might be doing now, mm-hmm. uh, probably have. more on Fortnite than actually in the classroom. Yes. Um, so I was a, a computer teacher for K-8 school for about four years um, in North Philadelphia. And um, what they run into now is that there's a lot of students that actually don't have computers at home. Right. Um, the main devices are going to be iPads and iPhones. So really that, that skill isn't transferred. Um, when I was teaching, it was something that I definitely focused on. We did about 30 minutes of instruction and then 30 minutes of typing where I'd put on music and at the end of the month do like a challenge game um, because we kind of ran into a situation where not every student is going to, um, you know, succeed. So we had to make sure that they at least were able to type uh, to kind of kind of have something to fall back on. Do you, th- uh, do you think so with, with the, the, the focus being on or at least the accessibility being more towards iPads and iPhones, is that – you know, systematically removing uh, the the keyboard, a standard typing ability off the the table. Uh, I think that's definitely what happened before COVID. Um, a lot of the schools, at least I worked, had some older PCs, and that would be really the only experience with typing some of these students would have um, because they'd go home to a, a home without a PC. Yeah. Um, since COVID and with the Chromebooks really going out, um, I think that that access kind of expand expanded um i no longer work in the school system uh i don't really keep contact to see if they are still doing it after schools have opened um but i hope that it kind of continued because it was a skill that you know the kids loved it did help them in other classes whether yeah. it be, you know history typing english um what i found is that it was it was one of those things that if the kid was bad at typing it was really hard for them to get a, a paragraph or a report done uh and if you could kind of make it fun on top of it uh, put on some music, you know, yeah. have them enjoy it and trick them into learning. Don't tell the kids we're doing that. Um, yep. But, yeah, it, it kind of ended up working out a little bit better that way. All right. All right. Interesting. Excellent. All right. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah, absolutely. Love your show. Oh, Thanks, thank man. you. I don't know. Yeah. If I had the, first off, I wouldn't have the basis to be a teacher, but then a typing teacher. <laughs> oh, it'd, it'd be like the Elmer Fudd. No, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like this. Um so, speaking of AI, uh, I saw this story that uh, says that uh, there are groups that are starting to create uh, fake images of sexual natures uh, to employ in sextortion schemes. Mm-hmm. Uh, scammers are now accessing publicly available and benign images from social media sites and other sources and using AI techniques to render explicit videos or pictures and then demanding money, even though the material's not real. Yeah, you knew this was going to uh, happen. I mean, they, they already started to do the deep fake stuff for extortion. Yep. And, um, you know, they've um, they've applied it. It's just gotten it's gotten easier, a lot better and easier. Yeah. yeah. The FBI this week issued an advisory about the threat, warning people to be cautious when posting or sending any images of themselves or identifying information over social media, dating apps or online sites. Like that picture you see of, of us on the show doing the Eiffel Tower. That's not real. No, no, no. no. <laughs> nope. No, we were too busy doing a dildo contest. <laughs> Really, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> Virtually all of the available uh, imagery online is all, um, you know, extortable material. By the way, 
Speaking of dildos. Yes. Yeah. I got a text from Rochelle this morning. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. All Not right. where I was expecting you to go with that. No. Yeah, hang on. Let me let me pull it up because I didn't read the whole thing. I just read the front. Yeah, it says here, she wrote, I was today years old when I learned that the electric slide is about a dildo. No, it's not. No. What? Pull right. the lyrics up. I don't, right. Well, let's I investigate. Think more so a vibrator. Think about it. Electric slide. It's electric. Yeah. Now, I have not. Or your vagina. I have not. Read the lyrics, and to be honest, I don't really know what Vagina to the left, vagina to the right. You on a body ride or something Is like that, that what it is? All right, pull up the lyrics yeah, if Marissa's we could. looking for them right now. Um, I know the chicken dance is about anal. Now, just write uh, electric slide lyrics, if you would. Uh, I don't Marissa. think it is. She wrote electric slide. The chicken dance? dance? Uh, you can't. Here you go. It's electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it. Oh, it's man. electric. You got to feel it. Ooh, it's shaking. Huh. You got to know it. Now you can't hold it, but you know it's there. Yeah, here, there, everywhere. I've got to move. I'm going on a party ride. I've got to groove, groove, groove. And from this music, I just can't hide. Are you coming with me? Uh... Come let me take you on a party ride, and I'll teach you, teach you, teach you. I'll teach you the electric slide. Some say it's mystic. You can't resist it. You, can, you can't do without it. Jiggle me say, Oh, that's what she says there. <laughs> what? Jiggle me say, she's a pimpin' like a matic. Oh. <laughs> what does it say? Jiggle me say, she's a pumpin' like a matic. That sounds she's... pretty sexy to me. Jiggle me say, she's a pumpin' like a matic. You know that part? She's she's like still got I never knew what they were saying. Yeah, I thought they were saying Sky Rizzy. She's moving like electric. She sure got the boogie. Huh. Don't want to lose it, but you can't choose it. But you know it's here. Yeah, here, there, everywhere. Jam it, move, jam come it, on jam it. Take you on a party ride, and I'll teach you. I'll teach you the electric slide. Uh, and then it repeats it. Jiggle a mess of cash. She's a mama like a man. So the, right, the writer okay. of the Electric Slide song confirmed to the Huffington Post uh, in 2018 that it is about a vibrator. And there you go. Is or it isn't? Wow. Is. First she gets the Canadian fire right. Right. And then vibrators. Well, then I, for decades, have had no idea about that. I had that. no idea. Mm-hmm. What? Well, there's many songs. Wait, here's Snopes. Let's see what Snopes says. So Snopes says false. But then later in the article, Kathy says exactly what you said, that they confirm that it is. Well, Snopes has had, they've had some credibility, credibility, if I can say it, issues. So let's go to the ultimate source, Kathy Romano. <laughs> the song is by Marsha Griffiths, and I don't know if she wrote it or not. Uh-huh. All right. All right, hold on. And now, Okay, so I found an update. From the Huffington Post that says, we thought the electric slide was about vibrators. In an update, it's sadly not. Well, I, I'm, so now still, we're I'm still vague. Yeah, I, there's, uh, I don't, there's nothing conclusive here. Thank you, fact checkers. Hmm. Oh, could it be that the person who wrote it is saying differently than the person who sings Maybe. it? Maybe. Might be. Who wrote it? Might um, be. Neville. What's his name? What's the full name? Bunny Whaler Livingston. <laughs> I think that's a uh, pseudonym. Bunny Whaler. Yeah, Bunny Whaler is his, yeah. uh, what he okay. goes by. Do you guys remember the song? It was around the same era. Do you yeah. remember uh, Stroke Him by Clarence Carter? Yes, I do. God, yeah. I love that song. Uh, now, was that? Uh, there were so many songs that had a bit. Yeah, Stroke Um What was the other? The uh, God. It was very much. Um, uh, Innuendo? Yes. And I'm having a brain fart. It's one of the classics. The pop song? Dance song? An older song from the 60s. 
Ah, oh, damn it. I'm sorry. From the 19th. It, it's totally, yeah, totally eluding me. It's, um, and it wasn't uh, Louis Louis, was it? Louis Louis, for okay. Christ's sake. Yeah. I'm forget that. That apparently was, it, it was so unintelligible uh, that the... Um, like ethics groups felt that it was it was uh, vulgar, yeah. And I think the writers said that it wasn't just gibberish. It's just gibberish. Yeah, it's literally gibberish. But um, they immediately assumed, yeah, that it was because the kids all loved it. It's got to be about boners. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I had no idea. Uh, well, uh, take not. it for what you will. It's not. I don't, it's, uh, so the the writer of the song says, at no time have I ever lent credence to the rumor that the song was inspired by anything other than Eddie Grant's Electric Avenue. Huh? Leave me alone he and says, let me run my dildo company. Well, he says the state otherwise is fault, falsehood and offends my legacy and the legacy of the singer Marsha Griffiths. So okay. Electric Avenue, though, is not... I don't think so. No. That's a song I still love hearing. We're going to run yeah. down to Electric Avenue, and then we'll take you high. I, uh, that's one that, uh, that for some reason it comes on, I still sing a Out time. in the street, there is violence. <laughs> that was one of those early MTV yeah. uh, videos, by the way. Like Pass the Duchy. Yeah, along those lines. Um, all right, so uh, this other story. Wait, you sound like the stream of consciousness. I kind of am. Are you? I didn't know if we were going to go there or not, but oh, yeah, I kind of am just all over the place. Better late than never, the stream of consciousness nerd. Ooh. Out on the realm of knowledge. Uh, so we're familiar with uh, influencers. Yes. Social media influencers. We all are. We've all collabed. Are you guys familiar <laughs> with the opposite of that? Ooh. No. The de-influencers. And apparently it's... Um, Penis stuff? No. Oh. oh. No, not D is in the letter D, <laughs> which stands for dead. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. D-E. Okay. Influencers. As, like, as in anti-influencers. Okay. Is this like taking down some of the, the things that people are putting out there? They are saying that materialism and overpriced trends are no longer in style, Just according there. to the new breed of de-influencers. As consumers watch their spending during inflationary, inflationary times, uh, this emerging group of social media users is urging people to evaluate whether they really, really need that $185 weighted blanket. They do. Right, um, so they're discouraging the yeah. people to buy the things that the influencers are saying. This weighted blanket is amazing. Yeah. How do they achieve it? Do, so they're, they're actually social media personalities as well, debunking and... And, and they are, they're gaining traction, too. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, uh, their messages are simple and straightforward. These items are overhyped. Wait you, a second. You don't need them, and here's why. My tactical electrical laser is not right. necessary. Yeah, your tactical shovel. Yeah. You don't need it. But what what <laughs> if I get into a situation? What about the hummingbird mask? What about the hummingbird mask? I want that. Um, So they, uh, sometimes they suggest What about the alligator head that rolls flying? Uh, Now that. I got it. Out on the lake? I got it. put it out in the water? I have to put it in the pool? Yes. (laughs) Next time, I tell you what, if we do the, uh, if we do the uh, belly flop, I'll bring it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I need to see. Put that. it in your pool. It's yeah. a mo- it's a motorized alligator head <laughs> that looks like the alligator. It looks like the alligator swimming with just its head, you know, sticking <laughs> just the snout and then the eyes above the. Way. It looks awesome. So if you're in like a public <laughs> swimming area, like a pond or a lake or something like yeah. that, perfect. Murkier water, uh, uh, better. Fun for the whole family. Yeah. What do they call it? What's, what do they call that type of water? The the the, the black water or dark water? Oh, uh, brackish. Brackish water. Yeah, yeah. For all your brackish water fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyhow, uh, yeah, they're they're saying that um, sometimes they suggest other options for things that are overpriced. Uh, these de influencers. They also talk about sustainability and the cost of waste associated with specific industries such as beauty and fashion. De-influencers are growing in popularity. And on TikTok, for example, 582 million of the 584 million total views for the uh, de-influencing hashtag occurred in the uh, in the past 12 months. So uh, it's kind of correcting itself. Yeah. I, I still... I, I don't I, know. I just think they're influencers that are influencing a that's what different this says. project. It says, isn't that just influencing <laughs> by another name? Yeah. Yep. But I guess it, it is, but it goes against the, you need this, you need this. Right. To, and you even, don't really need this. But I really needed that alligator head. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. It gives you pleasure. Yeah. And I, I, when my tactical electrical razor comes, I'll, in, in any war scenario, I'll still be able to have a clean shave. <laughs> it says here, according to this... Uh, person in this study, it's, which is the further back in the article, and I'm not going to read it. Uh, de-influencing and the backlash against overcompensation mirror a growing trend towards minimalism. Instead of buying a hall of must-haves touted by a social media figure, the trend ur- urges consumers to evaluate whether they need an item before they spend you know, money. We don't need it. any of it. No, we don't. But and we it, want it. That's the thing. And, and so that's... You're always going to... Once they get your algorithm, once they figure you out, I have to say a lot of stuff that ends up coming across my social media uh, or that I get email concerning, they're kind of right. It's stuff I would be interested in, you know. Yeah, so, but I see a lot of those things and I'm like, eh, I'd like to have that. And I never go get yeah. it. You know what, though? Unless it's a, uh, a radio-controlled alligator head. <laughs> yes. Then, yes. Sense. I let it sit for, see, mine is mainly like clothing and, you know, home goods stuff. You don't get toys? I'll, no, but like I'll let it sit for a, a day or two or whatever. And if I go back and it pops up again yeah. and I still That's want it. That's the universe it, telling you. That, then I'm like. like Buy it, Kathy. <laughs> buy it. Oh, wait, I just bought something two days ago. It arrived yesterday. Ooh, and it what was, was it? It was an influencer um, who, uh, which I, I know that this is a new trend, is to display the coffee bar on your countertop. You know, it was like you clean for a while. You didn't want anything out on your countertops. So well, now they're making like a nice, pretty coffee display. And so it's <laughs> a... It's a, a uh, Gold. I want to see this. A thing. gold wire, like maybe like looks in the shape of a pitcher, and it says coffee on it. And you put your little Keurig cups in there instead of the <laughs> the, the rotating Keurig holder that everybody used to have, and so it's a little more decorative. A little more decorative. Do we see it here in this picture? Here? Yeah, very similar to this. I have a clothing huh. question in a second, okay. unless you have something. No, else no, 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 no. I want to hear you. You want to influence or de influence? Well, it, it's it, uh, no. I have, I have a uh, uh, C influence. Uh, no, I'm going to shoot off to the side here on this. So I have a question. <laughs> so it is. The C. <laughs> no, 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 no. So what, one of the things that ends up in my algorithm, and maybe you guys too, are these um, T-shirts for, yeah. for people to fit properly. Oh. And, and, you know, they'll show oh, the guy yeah. with raising his arms up and the shirt comes halfway yeah, up. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. His gut hangs out. And then, so here's my question, because yeah. I, I priced some of these. And I, I saw the ones you sent me, Steve, and they didn't quite, it wasn't exactly what the I was from, from Amazon? Yeah. And so, anyway, they're freaking expensive for, for a T-shirt. How much were Like they? $35. Yeah, but they look good. Yeah, but here's my question. Here's what I have for you. Let's say I already have some shirts that look good that maybe don't have the right fit. Yeah. Can you get T-shirts tailored, and how much would that cost? And would it cost me, say, 10 bucks rather than the $35 of going to get uh, a, a new shirt? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you can go to, like, the, a dry cleaner who has a seamstress yeah. there and ask her. But it's probably, no, I mean... I, so let me get. I, it's not going to cost any less than ten dollars. I would think it's going to cost a little more. You want me 
the tail of your T-shirt? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're telling me? Um, yes, there are T-shirts that yes, are that a couple hundred bucks and just saying. Yeah. And the, the, that's the thing. It's Tailored like, T-shirts get me five years in Lebanon. Just saying. <laughs> They're probably going to look at you and be like, you want to have this old T-shirt tailored? Just yeah, it's not on. old T-shirts. They're just, I mean, just shirts I found that, that I like. Fit. And they're like, hey, this looks good. I like this. But maybe the, um, uh, you know, it's got big, wide arms or something. You know, they, yeah. and, and I have fairly skinny arms anyway, and I wouldn't mind having those, you know, so, taken yeah. in or something So these like Preston, that. Up, but the, the ones from Amazon that were not your style? Yeah, no, they didn't. They did, weren't did, what I was looking for. Did you, did you order them? Uh, I think I did, yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm surprised because fact, I did. Yeah. You wanted them a little longer, right? Longer, but also there's a couple of fit spots. I have, uh, you know, that, that I don't hear you. quite fit uh, the way I would like them to. I, I have you, a, I have a good friend of mine who does this all the time, Preston. T-shirts, jackets, things. She's bigger chested and yeah. smaller, so she needs to do it to accommodate. And, I mean, when she's buying things, I look and I'm like, that's what you're going to get. And then she takes it to the tailor. Seamstress and has it. I have a whole bunch of places I can send you. I also have do that too, Kathy. Like I have some golf shirts that are great. I love them. I've lost a lot of weight, so I think I should get those taken in because I don't want to just get rid of the shirt. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, a lot. But especially with I, I, it bothers me so much when uh, men do this with suits because they'll lose weight and they don't want to buy a new suit and they'll just tailor the suit that they have. And a lot of times it's even too big to do that, and then it starts to look awkward. So you just have to make sure. You're not, you know, wearing a shirt then that makes you look awkward because well, that you is not worth it. Just buy the thirty-five dollar t-shirt. The huge cans t-shirt company. Yeah. Huge cans. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be something that you just love so much that you don't want to let it go. There's Other a, than and that, it's the the price because you that it has to be worth it, Preston. Do you know what I mean? Like, is it worth going right. and and paying that price for them to do all of that, or yeah, should you or, just buy a new size? Exactly, exactly. Which would which would make more sense? There's a, a great. Uh, uh, modern family where, you know, they talk about keeping your old jeans and keeping your old clothes after you've lost weight just as an insurance program. Yeah. Here, here's some text coming in those because uh, those uh, you get bombarded with these T-shirts, as guys do anyway. Here's a couple and says, uh, texted in and said, uh, those T-shirts suck, spent like 90 bucks on a pack, they were crap. These are the ones that say that it's like a push-up bra for guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one says, I literally got those last week. They fit no different than a T-shirt I can get at Target. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they are more for full-figured guys, not skinny dudes like me. Um, and let me see here. Uh, Preston, have you tried TC Tuggers? No, I don't think so. You Another think- one says, I bought my husband those shirts. They fit amazingly and wash very well. Uh, used your classic T-shirts. They're awesome. Don't so, women come up to you at bars and, and, and touch the shirt and rub your shoulder, Preston? And go, yeah. I like your shirt. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems to happen the in the ad all Boy, the time. Boy, that's a T-shirt. Yeah. I love, where did you get that? Wow, tea? you can afford T-shirts. Um, I have Hillary on the phone. Hey, Hillary, good morning. Hey, good morning, it guys. Good morning, it, and good morning to see you. What's up, Hillary? <laughs> so I want you to know that, so I don't, I live in like Lower Gwinnett and I go into stores and there's like a $300 t-shirt and I'm not having it. Mm-hmm. But what I found out is that I do like if you go into Walmart and if you go into Target and they have a really good soft t-shirt, but it's not tailored properly. And then my son for the same reason, wants his shorts to be like above the knees, so many inches, and he says that his femurs are too long or too short. <laughs> My femurs. Oh, he told me his femurs are, they make his legs look short because his femurs are, I don't know what that is. Okay. Yes. All right. Cool. So, so I take the shorts that I get at Walmart, and they're really cute. And then I take them right over to my tailor or my dry cleaner across the street, and she hems them off for me. And they 
are super great patterns. They look, they're like knocking off Lululemon and all that. But they have a really great golf brand in there. But Armor, Honor, what is Arnold name? Palmer. Yeah. yeah. He has a brand that he put in there, and they're super nice. And okay. really great feeling. So you just take all your stuff over there and get it tailored. But I found T-shirts that I loved, but they were just really, my shoulders are very broad because I'm very muscular. <laughs> and um, I need to have it taken in for my middle. So she just tailored the back of it or um, down the sides to make it look just a little bit more fitted so I could wear it to work. Interesting. Oh, mm. I, All right. So Thank there, you. There's a yeah, great yeah. Connor had called By the way. I'm sorry to interrupt. T.C. Tugger, Steve, is from, uh, I, I, uh, you should leave. Uh, I think you should leave. That's why the name, yeah, so, and they were a huge fan it's of that hilarious Oh, that's great. It's a hilarious bit. Okay. Yeah, it's exactly this. It's got a little dial on the app. <laughs> we're looking at the video yeah, yeah, of it yeah. now. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Right, well, I'm, I'm going to try that out. I mean, because we are bombarded by ads regularly, and this is, you know, back to this de-influencer thing, and I'm just, I'm skeptical of, of, of some of that you're stuff. You're tired of being taken for a sucker. Yeah. And, yeah. and and the ads are made well, and it's like, hey, this is... Oh, the girls touch But you. I'm just not quite buying it, and especially once I saw the price, and now I, I went in and kind of fished around on the website and put some stuff in a... Uh, 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 in a in a basket or in the you know my shopping cart and so and my, so my email is in there and they're, they're bombarding me with emails and stuff and it's just do you know what but at, I mean like at least yeah, it was like thirty five bucks for a t shirt and, and I you know have to you pay can't for shipping spend right that. yeah did you have to pay for shipping yeah yeah but if you sign up do you get a uh, code I don't know a percentage think off? of where you are now though knowing about TriPlend Preston that alone at least is a big step forward yeah oh try, try listen, the material's fantastic yeah. but getting it to be the right cut the right fit yeah you need a tailor you need a tailor i'm gonna try it out i'm gonna just kath i'm gonna just take like one and try it go get it done see if i like it yes it won't be like one of my favorites one of my favorite shirts i'll take a golf shirt that's kind that i like that you could get rid of it if it doesn't work out. yeah 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 Yeah. as a a rag and if they make alterations can they take those back out or is it you kind of well it depends it depends on if they cut the material or not okay well, and just, I can go to a dry cleaner and get that done. Um, that's all right. Yeah, they're, they're, most times they they'll have a seamstress there. Okay, or a tailor. Do most most dry cleaners have someone? Uh, well, like for zipper repair and stuff like that, right? Um, but they will they no, do alterations. Most, yeah, most of them will do. Alterations I didn't know that. By the way, I mean, how long have zippers existed and they still haven't perfected that yet? <laughs> Casey, I can't stand it. They're when horrible. I, get, uh-huh. I and then here's oh, here's what an influencer influenced me to buy: the re- repair any zipper kit. And you've seen these things, right? No. So you get the zipper, and it's like this little device, and all, you know, like on a, a winter coat or whatever, yep. and it comes with all different type zippers. I don't know how the hell to do it! I've thrown away, I've thrown away things because the zipper went bad. I've thrown yes. away perfectly good. Oh, in the commercial they show it, it's like two, click, boom, And you can't and get money. it to work? I can't. And you're, you're a worldly known good guy. I'm a worldly known good guy, and if you know anything about it, they call me the zipper around here. <laughs> they do. No, well, maybe not. But right. listen, Casey, it's one of those things well, where you get sucks. it and you go, I am an... Now, what will happen is, and this is what they rely on, oh, it's 12 bucks. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, you know what? Zipper, Why right. not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And, uh, and, and not. And it probably works to some degree. Yeah. But not as well as you would think it would. I'm not I'm not a seamstress. The, part, the thing that I have the uh, I'm biggest, not your beautiful wife. Biggest issue with is is when my zippers get caught in the fabric. Oh. You know, like because I wear yeah. like, sh- uh, my shorts and pants a lot of times have zipper pockets. Case. And it gets caught in the... I'm like, come on, man. How long have we been working with zippers here, guys? <laughs> I bought an outlet, like a puffer jacket, an outlet jacket... Um, couple years ago yeah got it home the second i put it on the zipper broke and it was like from a t- it was like 
an eighth of the price it would have been in the store. I got it, you know, normally I'm right. like, oh man, look at me. Hey, honey, look at I save money. It's like having your ice cream fall off your ice cream cone. Oh, I literally God. sat on the sidewalk and cried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hang on, I want to go to this call. This is Kevin. Hi, Kevin, good morning. Good morning to see you. Good, mo- good morning yet. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, so I work for a dry cleaner, and everything that you guys are talking about, as long as the dry cleaner has a seamstress, can be done. Okay. Right. The, one I, the one I work for does have a seamstress. Okay. They do zippers. There's, uh, I, I've even seen our seamstress um, take, like, stretched collars around the neck of T-shirts and tighten them up. Wow. So okay. That's got to be pretty right. precise. Yeah, well, I mean, as long as there's a seam there, they can work with it. Huh. All right. Would you just would you go to that level press? So if you if the only way to achieve what you want in t-shirts was to go get them taken in or have a seamstress, do you would do that for the cost? I, I probably wouldn't t-shirts go, are I, expensive. I probably wouldn't go bonkers with t-shirts. Right. But more so underwear? Like go, well, underwear and yeah, <laughs> things that hug your nuts. No. Uh um, about an inch below your nut your no, uh, bunghole. Uh, golf shirts cuz I do like them and and the ones that I have and and uh, some of them have little, you know, Sentimental value to them, and uh, and I've lost weight, and they just look big, and I, I look stupid. Tight, <laughs> it's always a little too tight. What what do alterations go for, Kevin? Roughly, uh, I, I know like regular like dress shirts. They're they're it's around twenty two dollars. All right, I don't know. Oh any my dress god, shirts. I'm draw, I'm buying dress shirts for twenty two dollars. Like, yeah, exactly. I, you, you get ten per pack. Yeah. No, like I, I'm a Maxinista, so my uh, most of the time I get my dress shirts there for like nineteen ninety nine. Where the zipper uh, ends, round uh, under my back to my bunghole. <laughs> You know, give, though, somebody, he's giving specific instructions. My brother actually put it into perspective for me because I complained once about um, the price that I was charged to have uh, a dress taken up. And he's like, yeah, but what you paid, think about how long it took her. Like, it, it was like, you know, see, even if it only took her an hour, like whatever I paid, I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's her time yeah. Yeah. that it took to do that. So $22, you know, for them to take, to, you know, taking them time to do it, it's actually yeah. not a bad price. It's a skill. It's, it's yeah. a trade. No, it I takes time to, to do that physically. Just not willing to pay for their time. All right. Well, uh, anyway, uh, we got to wrap up the stream of consciousness nerve. So oh, yeah. uh, I know stream we of consciousness nerve. Yes. That happened well into the segment. Well into it. But listen, I would like to give away uh, some tickets to Summer Ale Fest at uh, the Philadelphia Zoo, Saturday, June 24th, 7 to 10 p.m. Uh, we'll take the 18th caller. You have to be at least 21 years of age. 215-263-WMMR. It's a fundraiser supporting the Philadelphia Zoo and its mission to create joyful discovery uh, and inspire action for animals and habitats as well. And uh, tickets are available exclusively through PhiladelphiaZoo.org. And great food from uh, Munchie Machine Food Truck and Deke's Barbecue, to name a few. So we'll take the 18th caller. And like I said, you got to be at least 21. And we'll set you up 215-263-WMMR. We'll be back in a moment. From 4 to 6, Marissa from the Preston and Steve Show rocks the grand opening of the new clean and spacious Planet Fitness on Broad Street in Philadelphia with food, raffles, giveaways, music, and your last chance to join for just a dollar down and $10 a month. Plus, meet Brandon Graham and Landon Dickerson between 5 and 6. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Horizon Services from clogged toilets to dripping faucets. Horizon Services plumbing professionals are there when you need them. Horizon also arrives same day 
or you don't pay, and you can book online in seconds by visiting horizoneasybook.com. That's horizoneasybook.com. I don't know why I'm just rolling over these words. All right. Um, this is a wild story. A man at an Illinois nonprofit was greeted by a macabre and occult-like scene when he arrived at work two weeks ago, finding a bunch of sage burning and three severed heads placed atop his desk. Wow. Dale Wheatley is a delivery man for the Anatomical Gift Association of Illinois. I didn't even know there was one. A group of eight in-state medical schools with a shared mission, and that is to procure, prepare, and preserve donations for medical and scientific study. Ah. So body parts and things like yeah. that are a regular see them thing. all the time. You just don't see them sitting out on your desk. Right. Uh, the donations... Well, it was your birthday. ...obtained by the AGA are an individual's body after death. Uh, but according to Wheatley, the AGA has seen far better days. The place is deplorable, he said. It's in shabby conditions. If you're working there for more than five minutes, you start walking around, you start to stick to the floor. Wheatley said <laughs> that not good. some donated bodies have been returned to the nonprofit due to the poorly preserved... Do you have the uh, receipt? ...and kept state that they are in. And he said they're sending donors back because of mold and rot <sighs> and bugs. He said there's been instances... Where I've pulled donors out from our storing room of the racks, and the rats have chewed through the bottom of the bag through the feet. Oh, my God. And the trio of severed heads, Wheatley believes, are retaliation for a recent series of complaints that he has lodged with his supervisors. So they put the heads on his desk to send a message. He said, my boss walked by, and I asked him why the heads were at my desk. And he said, they need to get back with their bodies so that we can send them to cremation. And I said, I understand that. Why are they at my desk? And he said, I don't know, Dale. There's a lot of strange things happening. The wink, he- wink, Dale. Uh, the heads, Wheatley added. By the way, I'm going to need those TP reports by Sunday. Uh, the heads, Wheatley added, had an obnoxious smell. Uh, the AGA's executive vice president, William O'Connor, however, strongly disputed the accusations leveled by Wheatley, saying that the group received some bodies in poorer states and others. And denying that Wheatley was retaliated against, noting that handling body parts is part of his job description. Is that what he said, that jerk off? He brought those heads in. Because he manages the rack room where bodies are stored before being sent out in a van. Why wouldn't they keep the racks in the rack room? Uh, Wheatley, with the help of an employment attorney, of uh, his name is David Fish, has filed a series of complaints with various local regulators. At that point in the morning in which my client returned to his desk, only to find three heads. Thank you, Mr. Fish. Uh, to improve conditions at the AGA. So that is... That's effed up. That is totally messed up. It's I've, an unbelievable story. I've never heard of un- anything quite like that. All right, so a Japanese restaurant chain has sued a high school student for $480,000 in what's become known as a sushi terrorism case. <laughs> sushi terrorism. The rawest kind of terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> Video of the teenager licking a soy sauce bottle and licking oh. his fingers and then touching the fish on a conveyor belt was posted on social media and went viral. This is actually a, a thing. The Sushiro, yeah, the Sushiro restaurant chain claims the video scared away customers and tanked its stock, costing it uh, the equivalent of $115 million. Well, a lot of those places are that. They have the conveyor belt going by and you yep. take your food off. And, and uh, yeah, I could see where people would be turned off from going to the establishments. Uh, the teen reportedly admits the prank but claims that he is not the cause of the financial losses. But they are moving forward with this particular lawsuit. Uh, I love this story. A California radio DJ with an affinity for slow jams 
has claimed an 11-acre plot of desert land off of Route 78 as his own country. The United Territories and the Sovereign Nation of the People's Republic of Slojamistan. Yeah. It's now it's desert property, but it's still yeah. legit. Yeah. Slojamistan. Randy Williams is the self-appointed Sultan of Slojamistan. He declared his nation's independence in late 2021. The website for Slojamistan, uh, a nation where crocs have been completely outlawed, outlawed, notes that the country's approach to international relations is, quote, don't start no S, won't be no S. <laughs> uh, Slojamistan has its own flag, form of currency, and Elton John-inspired national anthem. And it also claims to have 12 separate states within its borders, including the capital of, of um, uh, Dublandia. And at present, there are 95 political appointee positions available in Slojamistan. Uh, he had said, we believe in freedom for all citizens of Slojamistan. Uh, the website says, you want pancakes for dinner? Do it. Fancy a pet aardvark? Do that, too. There's not much you can't do in Slojamistan. However, please refer to our national laws and regulations. This reminds me of some of the places you went to on your trip uh, cross-country uh, case. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one, one sign and nothing else. William said that he's planning to add a lazy river to Slojamistan, as well as an interactive armadillo farm <laughs> and all-you-can-eat Mongolian restaurant. Uh, it's about 70 miles outside of San Diego, and it will soon be issuing passports. And the website is now accepting applications for citizenship. Uh, already, Slojamistan has welcomed the leader of at least one other micronation, the Republic of Malaysia in Nevada, which uh, seceded from the United States in 1998. Uh, Williams is the host of an internationally syndicated radio show called Sunday Night Slow Jams, which can be heard over 200 radio stations across America. So he has found his own place. I love it. That's a great idea. I love it. There should be more shade, though. All right. And then one final story. Let's go with uh, this one. Runners are having a hard time steering clear of aggressive cattle on the Meadow Brook, I'm sorry, the Meadow Lark Trail near Superior, Colorado, a Boulder Open Space Trail. Most recently, a runner was attacked by a smaller herd Tuesday morning. What's attacking? Which temporarily caused the trailhead. Uh, it's cattle. It's, uh, poli- uh, you know, it's cows and such. It's become another catastrophe. Place. It has. Another person called 911 after seeing the runner trying to protect herself on the ground while surrounded by 15 to 20 cows. Most seem to be mothers with their calves. Why don't people just move out of the way? Rangers responded with, uh, they could just steer clear. Absolutely. Rangers responded with uh, 15 minutes and the runner was taken to the hospital. Her condition is unknown. Uh, trail users have been reported uh, reporting aggressive cattle. Uh, the Meadowlark Trail falls within a cattle grazing area, which has prompted rangers to post, rangers to post warnings. Uh, so Megan Hetzel, a runner who frequents this area, uh, managed to avoid injury. She said, there's nothing more terrifying than looking behind you and seeing a herd of very large mooing animals charging at you. Huh. Uh, she said, I think one brushed me. It was that close. She should probably carry a nail gun with you. Uh, when Hetzel saw the story about the runner who attacked, she said that she knows it could have easily been her. So they're trying to... Figure out what to do with the runners coming through there. All right, and that is the Bizarre File for you. I'm going to give away the last pair of tickets that we have right now. It's for the Summer Ale Fest at the Philadelphia Zoo. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, we'll take caller number 16 at 215-263-WMMR. You can bring the whole pack and score a special deal, $10 off each Summer Ale Festival ticket when you buy four or more. It's available at the PhiladelphiaZoo.org. By the way, you have to be at least... 
21 years of age or older to win this right now. Uh, so we'll take 16th caller, 215-263-WMMR, and you will be good to go. We are going to take a break. We have lesson question, trash, and music news when we come back. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution? Call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I uh, got a text that says, hey, can you guys give a uh, shout out to the UPS driver delivering in the ShopRite complex in Glassboro? Dude was blasting his oh. radio through the parking lot. So I guess it would be kind of a zap. Right? Yeah. That's awesome. There's a zap. Stole that from Pierre. That's from uh, Shan, who was texting in. So thank you very much. And thank you, Mr. UPS driver in Glassboro for blasting MMR. We appreciate it. Do you guys see any of these hot UPS drivers making TikTok videos dancing in their trucks? Yeah. No, dancing it's, in their trucks? Like, there, Well, there's one guy that started it all, uh, and now I just came across another one, I guess, because I follow him, so then somebody yeah. else popped now up. Now they think you're horny for UPS drivers. Well, no, and now there's now there's a post office guy that does the dances. <laughs> now Then there's a FedEx guy, and so it's all these delivery guys. Well, the UPS dudes have, have, have long been sort of the um, yeah, object yeah. of desire, right, for had the short shorts on, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. They've got tighter, tighter fitting clothes. So no, I did not know that was out there. <laughs> yeah, so. it's out there. I guess that's the thing. Maybe our, our guy listening right now is doing a little dance for all his truck. All right, so we're going to ask today's lesson question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR presents Bush. That's going to be Saturday, uh, July fifteenth at the Excite Center, and uh, that's at the Parks Casino in Ben Salem, of course. And the question we will go with this morning. I think it's going to be this. According to the black bear who is swimming in the surf in Florida, declared to which other surfer, back off what? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR, okay? Or maybe it was somebody saying this to the black bear. I don't no, know. No, the but, bear said it. Uh, back off what? 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, call right now. While you're calling, we will do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we'll get some stories from Steve. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, RuPaul's Drag Race winner, Tyra Sanchez, has been charged with a felony after threatening to shoot a police officer. Police are routinely very cautious around drag queens because they really know how to conceal a weapon. Yeah. Hey! 
Snoop Dogg's once favorite car, his 66 Cadillac DeVille Lowrider, has been sold for display by Cadillac of Arlington. The vehicle known as the Snoop DeVille has been completely restored and even has that new car tell smell. And finally, Alec Baldwin's... (laughs) Alec Baldwin, sorry, the pitch got me. Alec Baldwin, seen around Manhattan, sporting a crutch after recent hip surgery... Baldwin is recuperating very nicely, but says he doubts he even has the, the energy to murder someone. And that's your Hollywood trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see. It's just cracking me up for some reason. Yeah. Somebody knows the answer to this. According to the black bear who is swimming in the surf of Florida, he declared to which other surfer back off what? And we will go to Jay and see if we can get that answer. Hey, Jay, good morning. Morning. Gadzooks. 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 All right, so the bear said back off what? Back off, War Bear. War Bear. Yeah. Back off, War Child. Seriously. Seriously. All right, hang on a second, Jay. We're going to set you up. You just got yourself a pair of tickets as MMR presents the band Bush Saturday, July 15th at the Excite Center, Park Casino in Ben Salem. Uh, the show is 21 and over, and tickets are sold out, by the way. You can text concerts uh, to 39333. There's a link to the concert calendar and a complete uh, concert detail list there for you as well. Music news time. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer, your professional source for decks, windows, doors, millwork, and more. A.D. Moyer.com. Uh, this was interesting to hear. Uh, Queens of the Stone Ages, Josh Homme, has revealed that he was diagnosed with cancer in 2022. Uh, he underwent successful surgery to remove the cancer and is still in the process of healing. So, Do they mention uh, what it was? He's on the recovering end. No, it does not. He said in an interview with Revolver, he discussed the hard times he's had over the past few years, including the pandemic, the deaths of close friends, and a messy legal battle with his ex-wife Brody Daly of the Distillers uh, and battling cancer. He said, I never say that it can't get worse, that it can't get any worse. I never say that, and I wouldn't advise it. But I do say... It can get better. He said, cancer is just the cherry on top of an interesting time period, you know. I'm extremely thankful that I'll get through this, and I'll look back at this as something that's effed up, but will have made me better. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of stuff I want to do, and there's a lot of people that I want to do that with. And he also revealed that he turned to music as a form of therapy. He said, I've got nothing against therapy. I just don't go because I play music instead. Over the last couple of years, I've done a lot of therapy, but at the end of the day, I understand how to proceed moving forward with the religion that I use, music. And he said, this has been the darkest four years of my life, but that's okay, too. In the heartaches, my mistakes, these deaths, and my own physical things I'm dealing with, even though all that has occurred and smashed my old life to pieces, Mm. those pieces I've been able to build into a ship that is about to launch, and I will float into my new life from all of those pieces. It's a positive attitude. It I is. think he would say that before music, clowns never laughed before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beanstalks never, never grew. Ponies never end before <laughs> till I met you. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree <laughs> in the healing power of music. <laughs> Extremes, Gary Sharon revealed that there is still a wealth of unheard music in the vaults from his late 90s stint fronting Van Halen. Oh, Gary! He's very happy. He said after the VH3 album, uh, we toured and went back in the studio, and then we wrote a bunch of songs. Some of them are just rough demos. Some of them were more finished projects. And I want to say, as far as if they ever see the light of day, I don't know. Maybe someday. 
Alec, bothering me. He said Alex Van Halen is the boss of that. Uh, but you never know. Uh, but I can say some of those songs are really good. Uh, Michael Anthony recently said that there is a plan. He said we're starting a bunch of the reissue stuff with the Sammy years uh, with all his albums. So there is a movement in there. And we're digging back into stuff. There's a lot more stuff that Ed's uh, at Ed's 5150 Studio. Uh, Wolfie or Alex will start going through the stuff there and see what's there. And he said there's a ton of stuff. Alex is... Pretty much got the final say, right? Yeah. Alex and, uh, and Wolfie, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Rod Stewart says that he'll once again be slipping off his rock and roll shoes for something mellower. During a recent chat with the BBC, Rod, who will soon be hitting the road in the UK with Boy George and Culture Club, explained, I'm not retiring, but I want to move on. I had great success with the Great American Songbook, All American Standards. And I've just done a swing album with Jules Holland, which is going to come out next year. So I want to go in that direction. Wait, said, so Jules Holland is a musician as well? Oh, yeah. I didn't See, I didn't know that. I just thought he was the host of that show. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's a musician, too. And okay. I, th- I want to say he's a producer. And yes. He's got his hands in a lot of stuff. I really wish there was a show like that here. Oh, really? Yeah. The Jules Holland uh-huh. show? Yeah. Well, there used to be one that he hosted uh, back in the 1980s. And David Sanborn hosted it for a while, and Jules Holland, and I loved it. It was on Sunday nights. It was I'd called, watch it. It was called Music Night. Yeah, it was great. David and, Sanborn. And they would, bring home, they would bring together jazz musicians, rock musicians, and people from different uh, uh, flavors of music. Yeah. And the, they would play individually, and then they would play together. And it was, I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Uh, but he said, which is, he said, it's going to come out next year. So I want to go in that direction. I just want to leave the rock and roll stuff behind for a while, maybe, he said. Um, he said, this isn't the first time, or the, the article says it isn't the first time that Rod uh, talked about shifting gears musically. Last year, he revealed to Forbes, I don't want to be singing Hot Legs when I'm 80. <laughs> he said, I'm not retiring, but this will be the last time we do these songs in America. I just want to make a clean sweep. I want to go on tour with a big band and just play this stuff that I love. It's a different entity to rock and roll, although that's where it all came from. Uh, I love his. Uh, I love his style. I yeah. love. Uh, he seems like a regular guy, as much as Rod Stewart could be a regular guy. Yeah, but he's got a, a good sense of humor about everything. Yep, I agree. And then finally, out today is Paul McCartney's first book of original Beatles photos, titled 1964, Eyes of the Storm. The collection features 275 shots of his long, unseen photographs spotlighting six city portfolios, Liverpool, London, Paris, New York, Washington, D.C., and Miami. It's the boodliest. Along with McCartney's... (laughs) Speed back, by the way. ...personal (laughs) recollections of the photo. Yes, he was... We were joking that Paul would beat his wife or something like that and that he would treat her face like a like a speed bag and that's what it is that's the noise of, of hitting a speed bag boodly, boodly. Boodly, 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 boodly. <laughs> that's the origin of that clip boodly, boodly. on thursday night uh mccartney and conan but because paul is like one of the most lovely no. human beings in the yeah. world and yeah. it's just the absolute that's, opposite of what he would ever be so punch your face a lot. that was the joke <laughs> it was just rapid punch Rapid fire, punch your face. On Thursday night, McCartney and Conan O'Brien will be live and in conversation in uh, Manhattan at Tribeca's OKX Theater. What will that be on? Uh, They will discuss Mecca's new book and a chat will be recorded for a future episode of O'Brien's podcast. Yeah, which is very good. Uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is what that's called. So he's, uh, that's, that's all they're doing. And that's it in music news. Um, Text message that comes up says that Jules was in Squeeze. 
Yes, for a little bit. Okay, so yeah. he's not like Glenn Tilbrook is the who, right. who does um pulling muscles. Who sings that one? There's Glenn, there's Tilbrook and um, God Difford. Difford, yes. And, uh, and I've seen them both in concert together, and I've seen them both separately. Pretty sure it's Glenn Tilbrook. But uh, Jules is a uh, piano player, okay. a keyboard player. Okay. But he didn't sing. Paul Carrick, now he sang Tempted, and he also yeah. played keyboards for a while. And I think maybe when he left, Jules Holland was a member of the band. But I'm, I don't Jules know. Jules Mike and the Mechanics. I don't know the lineage of, of Squeeze and, and who did what when in particular. Tempted, uh God, what a great song. It's one of the is. best songs ever, right? Yeah. I would love to hear Kyle sing that song. Uh, right now. Right Get at on this it. moment. Now! I wonder if he even knows that song. Probably not. He does. He does? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we should have him do that sometime. Maybe that's it. You know what we haven't been doing the Friday? Uh, I, well, hey, I know. Preston. Yeah. Kylie Oki. <laughs> Just like. Kylie Oki. It works. Just Kylie like Kylie Oki. Kylie Oki. Yeah, every show, Kylie Oki. I think we have a new routine. I think we have a new bit. But I want to do live band Kylie This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about I this off air. Kyle Oki. Kylie makes me think of Kardashian. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kyle Oki. Yeah. Yeah. Ky- but it, but it's, it's a riff on no. Kelly and karaoke. Kyle- it's got to be Kylie Oki. Kyle Oki. Colloquial. There we go. How about Cyan along Kong Kong? <laughs> That's uh, backwoods karaoke. That's where you, you you don't really sing. You rub your face in dirt. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Who's up next? Come on, you're up next. <laughs> 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 it didn't sound anything like you two. That's Nell's karaoke. Nellyoki. <laughs> Do you have any karaoke tracks? Oh, of course we <laughs> do. Uh, that Nell could sing to? Sigh along Kankioki. Kankioki. Something right. like Kankioki, that. Well, yeah. it depends. Do you want... Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Um, uh, no, do a... Uh, uh, we'll go with this one. Okay. All right. I wasn't going to pick that oh, one. No, oh, okay. She well, has to see the screen. She's got to see the lyric no, screen. Pick the, the other one uh, from, from the same movie. Oh. There you go. Okay, yes. this one. Think yes, yes, yes. Okay, right. good call. Right, here we go. Play it. Yeah, there's, a, there's a girl part in this cat. <laughs> this is a guy thing. It's not really, not really funny. What's, no? Not really funny. No, it must be a guy thing. Girls have a better empathy towards women who live in the woods alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's the last item in music news. Gotta um, be. So we'll take a break. And uh, don't forget, Nell will be on the barbecue. We'll take a break. And we'll, we are having the karaoke side stage. That's right. Uh, so you never know. Could be karaoke. Uh, we'll get ready to wrap things up when we return. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Metallica. Larkin Poe. 
music, more of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. We had some great guests on the show. I want to thank Rodney and Erica McLeod. Yeah, for being yeah. very cool. Uh, Erica is a sweetheart. Yes, He's, and he married wonderfully and generously too. She's yeah. very t- uh, tied into helping a lot of kids and, and young people get their uh, their educations and helping out in, in many different ways. It was very impressive. You could tell she runs that organization, yes. man, big time. So uh, Sneaker Ball is what they were promoting, and it benefits the Change Our Future Foundation. Uh, June 22nd, 8 o'clock at V by Chescafee, and that uh, tickets are available at changeourfuture.org if you would like to go. I want to thank the Philadelphia Zoo. Yay! Uh, for coming by this morning, bringing us some food. They uh, they had our friends from uh, the Munchie Machine Food Truck stop in, and Deke's Barbecue came in. They brought all kinds of great stuff, braised short ribs, pulled pork sliders, cheesesteak sliders, uh, barbecued pork mac and cheese, and all kinds of goodies. Uh, so we appreciate that. Um, it is a Tuesday, so we should give away our Tuesday prize, and... <laughs> We had the masses text in the word tattoo to 39333. We randomly chose a winner, and that person's name is Lex Bruno. Lex Bruno? That's a wrestling name. That's exactly what I was thinking, Steve. That sounds like a wrestler. Well, Lex Bruno is from Wayne, Pennsylvania, and is going to get a Preston and Steve Show-themed tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. They're at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. You want to check out their artwork, I'll go to visiting or go to Floating worldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. So congratulations to Lex Bruno. Pierre Robert is here and Hello, ready. Ben. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. How are you, kids? Uh, we're doing very well. Marvelous. Beautiful day today. It's just lovely out. Uh, I think you need to immediately flee the building oh, and go idea. play. Yeah. That is a great idea. Just to sit out in, in the breeze on a day like right. today. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel humidity out there. Which is perfect. Lovely. Yeah. As they say, lovely. Lovely. Uh, as they would say in Manchester. Um, so, you ready to do the letter of the day, sir? Born. Let's do it. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. L is in lovely. Lovely. All right, we have uh, $500 from the Bagster. The yeah, Bagster. Uh, the Bagster is the most convenient... <laughs> An affordable way to help with your home cleanup. You could use the Bagster, Pierre. Oh, I could use the bag. Uh, buy it at any the home improvement store. Bag. Fill it and simply schedule your collection and it is gone. Clean it up with the Bagster. It's a, dumpster. The Bagster. It's a dumpster in a bag. So, so give it away on Friday. Yo. Is, that's the Carson thing, isn't right, it? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, was that the, the art? That was Tea Time Movie, Art Fern. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, if you're, that's the reference for that. Yes. I like that you just explained the Paul McCartney reference because I had no idea where that came from. Doodly uh, boodly, doodly yeah. doodly boodly boodly, or whatever yeah. it is. I, uh, I don't know why we were, we were joking about him. You know, he's the sweetest man in the world, and and probably behind the scenes is you know is a horrible individual, and he <laughs> was caught you know smacking around his wife or something like that. And he's like, and Steve had done his Paul saying, yeah, hit her like a speed bag, boodly boodly, and he started doing that, and we just died laughing. <laughs> so the Boodly, boodly, boodly is Steve saying that all those years ago. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I always thought it was, might have been McCartney at some no. point. Okay. No. It's Steve doing Paul. Some outtake. Hitting him, hitting a, uh, doing his impression of what it sounds like hitting a speed bag. I get it. Because you know when you hit a speed bag, it's like. Oh. 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 Oh.
Not being a boxing aficionado, I did not know that. Aha. Now it's all come clear. There it is. Sweet gotta, science. Yeah, I'm going to go downtown and run up the art museum <laughs> stairs. You should. Yes. In a boxing display. Yes. All right. I'm going to go watch all the Rocky movies. You ever uh, seen them all? Only saw the first one. Well, you saw the, the best. Pretty much the best right. yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but and that, doesn't he have a reality show now? He does with his daughters. Dear yeah, God, I know. Heaven. I know. Has anybody seen any of it? I've I have not. not. Seen I've just seen the, the, oh, the teasers for it. You know, the the girls are lovely. His wife is lovely. Uh, does that make for riveting television? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, what's happening on riveting radio today? <laughs> it'll, it'll be riveting. <laughs> uh, we'll have workforce blocks of Weezer because River's birthday is today. Pink Floyd, Alter Bridge also, and it's Double Shot Tuesday. Nice. So lots of fun with double shots. All right. Thank you, Pierre. And thank you to our sponsors, President Steve Shows, brought to you today by Duncan. The Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan, also brought to you by Sequoia Outback. You can shop the 4th of July sale at Sequoia Outback, Route 309 in Hatfield, or at DeckSupplies.com. Uh, tomorrow on a program, we got an open slate. We'll fill it with wonderful things. We are going to go on Fox Good Day, and we'll have a secret text word and some other things that we'll get into. Uh, is it going to be a, a test of physical endurance tomorrow? I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Casey is going to see if he can hurl the he shot can. put he can. 30 <laughs> feet or more. He was told he could not. He was told that by a sixth grader's father uh, that he couldn't beat that. So (laughs) we'll see if that happens tomorrow morning. All right, that's it. We're done. Ray, John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. On 93.3 WMMR. The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.